Blog Talk Radio. The love received so far has been so hard. There's a few dudes to 
man, they so soft. Don't be thrown off any Zolar. Avoid them at all costs, like raccoons or skunks. But back to the regular scheduled program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of those meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. To everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are. Peace, peace, peace. Welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. You are now rocking with the best. Yes, indeed, this is your host, Brother Blue Pill, okay? Very soon to be joined by my co-host, Brother Red. Yes. Welcome back. This is your co-host, Brother Absolutely. Red Pill. Yes, sir, indeed. Peace to the family. Welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Yes, what do you do? Everything here, you know, in the building. Yes, indeed. Yes, we are back with another one. This one is um, a special broadcast, a very important broadcast. Uh, You know, oftentimes when we field a lot of different requests from people around the country, around the world, you know, we just put it in our minds large and bounce it around and see what the most high returns in a form of a, a answer. You know what I'm saying? Like how the lottery balls be bouncing around and shit, and then you get your number. Program came about in the same manner. Everywhere that I was going, I was running into the family who were uh, pretty much very opinionated about what was going on in New York City by way of uh, 125th and things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? They was looking for solutions and a lot of people haven't been able to identify a clear one. And because a lot of people have opinions about the direction, quote-unquote, movement is going in or the actual intent of the movement, you know what I'm saying, where those harders at, uh, where their minds are at. And instead of participating in that conversation and throwing my opinions around, I kept quiet. I I heard people, heard what they were saying. I even shared some of that information with some of the people who targeting and their diatribes. And I kept it moving because I always knew that there's an answer that's going to present itself, uh, you know, when we're ready to receive it. Mm -hmm. And um, that answer, as I had the level of confidence enough to know came by way of one of our um, special angels on the team, Sister Anna E. from the Morris History Heritage Class that operates on Wednesday night. You know, this is a special person. This is somebody who is dedicated to the liberation by way of Morris jurisprudence. That's the angle that she has dedicated her life to approaching and refining and she's very nice with her sharp sword, you know what I'm saying? Her mind, intellect, 
her eyes, the, the level of research she's willing to do, the depths, uh, you know, she's willing to go to unearth tangible answers and solutions, right? And for those that have uh, bore witness to her works and her demonstration, they know that they work. It's not even a question. Those that are still in question are those that either, one, haven't tried or, two, haven't applied enough of themselves to make it pop. So being that I know that this information is coming from somebody that's very successful in regards to putting together things that work, and you can see the effects of her work nationally, all right, the way that these systems and, and these different organizations and corporations start switching things up, if you don't have a finger on the pulse, you would never know what's changing. You would never know how it's switching up. You know what I'm saying? They just increase deep capturing capabilities on another level. your response is through fear. All right? You're not using any logic. You know what I'm saying? You're not approaching this with mentalism at all. You know, only an injured heart. You know what I'm saying? A damaged tissue. And that's making you respond fearfully. You don't want to tangle with these folks. You really don't. So you're coming up with every excuse. And people will say, oh, you can't, you know, battle him in a courtroom. That's escapism. It's the white man's. And he don't respect anything contractually or what have you. But that's how he's whooping you. You know, he's doing to you in the streets with them pistols. That's, that's, that's lightweight compared to what he's doing in the courtrooms. That's the last manifestation. You know what I'm saying? Anything violent is the last manifestation, you know what I'm saying, of aggression. That's not how things pop off. It starts on paper, contractually. Okay? You are part and parcel of this ass whooping that's taking place. So, sister has some vital information to share to help lessen you know, the traumatic uh, death blows that we've been receiving as a quote-unquote people by hands of a corporation, a de facto government, all right? So this, this tonight is for the people that want the remedy, that are willing to do not only the work but the research necessary, okay? Yeah. Let me open up the line for our third co-host in the building, caller from the 442492, peace. Peace. What's the hey, deal, brother? <laughs> What's going on, y'all? How are you? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. Good down here in the A, man. Had to had to touch base with this you all right. tonight. This is this is another brother who, you know, initially was introduced to the information. Probably had a level of skepticism himself because he never saw it uh, implemented in a way where it was successful. Probably never heard the information when he first heard it but he was put in a position where he had no choice because the state was infringing upon his, oh, you know, his, 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 his God-given rights to be a parent to his children. And oh, they were yeah. telling him that those children were wars of the state, that they owned That's his right. babies. And he it went to like, full-fledged war with them, yeah, with this very science that we're talking about, rather than going up in, in their facilities with, you know what I'm saying, with, with gaskets and, and, and uh you know, and um, <laughs> C4 strapped to his chest. He went there with paper and pen and loosened the grips and got his babies back and got them off his back. That's 
right. So again, it wasn't, e- you know, it wasn't easy. It took a took a lot of courage, took a lot of patience, took a lot of studying. You know what I mean? But you know, it all worked out because I got mine back. I applaud you for that. You know what I'm saying? I true soldier, true warrior. Yeah. They 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 would try to say because because I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> He's a vegetarian, son. Take his kids away. He's feeding them apple juice and and, and soy milk, you know. Mm -hmm. That's what they was trying to say. But nonetheless, you just, you know, you got to know where you're at. You got to be aware of your surroundings. You know, you got to know what you're dealing with and understand a court is a court. Just like when you're watching the NBA, you know, a basketball court. It's the same thing. It's a game. You got to know the rules. You got to know where to shoot. You can't double dribble. You can't travel if you do. You know what I mean? They're going to blow the whistle. <laughs> you know? You got to know the game. Bottom line. Yeah. That's all it is. And many people, you know, and I'm, yeah, rather than learn the yeah. game, they will acquiesce and say, man, why you just don't go along and feed your baby's meat? You know what I'm saying? Those are the quitters. Man. All right? Those are the ones that are amongst us that are posing as liberators, but they just want to go along to get along. Okay? There you go. So... You know, you already know what their fate is. But well, for those that are willing to, to, to hold on and fight the good fight, you know, and understand that it's an ebb and flow to all of these demonstrations, but can only see victory in the end, as we were told, always see yourself victorious, you know. For them, there are results. For them, there are, uh, you know, you know, the uh, titles that are bestowed upon them, such as legends and things of that nature, that's earned. That's not given. Right. You know what I'm saying? Without much sacrifice and much demonstration. So, yes, please continue, brother. I don't want to cut you. Yep, yep. So, I was calling in, man. I just wanted to make, you know, a quick announcement before y'all get to the nitty-gritty because, you know, tonight's going to be real thick. So I wanted to get it in early before y'all got started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Uh, let's get there. Okay, okay. Well, let's, let's, let me let them know. This is the announcement, world premiere, people. In one week, yes, in seven days, KT the Arch Degree presents, along with KTL Radio and Hollywood Decoded, Avengers Age of Ultron Decoded, live and direct on KTL Radio next Friday. And seeing that, you know, with the movie, they're whipping out all these new characters, and it's all about team effort. I won't be doing it alone. I will be joined by none other than Clico. He will be up in the building. He's going to be suiting up. And I managed, along with the help of my brothers, of course, get my man LL05 Star up in the building as well. Yeah, we uh we joining forces. You know, it's a team up. We're gonna be known as the Code Breakers. You know, the dynamic trio. We're gonna be coming together to just break it down, man. 
to the to the to the finest cork and and boson. <laughs> We're gonna give we're gonna give the people you know as much as we can without giving away too much. Um, on Sunday, May third, though, uh, I'm going to be hosting an online presentation of uh, Avengers Two Decoded, in which everybody will be able to visually see uh, my presentation, the animations, the slides, the pitches, the references, everything that I'm talking about live and direct in color high definition, um, and then it will all also be in a conference format, so when it's done, um, the people will be able to ask questions, which I know, you know, everybody doesn't always get in to ask questions too, or even add to it. So that's going to be on Sunday, May 3rd from 4 to 6, but on May 1st, that's right, the same day the movie comes out, y'all, y'all don't even think y'all got that, same day as dropping in the theater, we're going to dissect the whole movie. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do something brand new. We're gonna bring it to y'all, bring it to y'all right on the one, and let everybody know like this is our mythos, this is our story. Who better than to tell our story but ourselves, right? Yo, hello. Yep. Can you hear me? Yes, indeed. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So please, everybody, tune in next Friday to join uh, me along with Clico. And LL up in the building to break hey. down. Can you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you said hello. I said yes, sir. You oh, yes, sir. Okay, one. okay. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I mean, we we've already been like talking, and these brothers are serious. I know a lot of people know about the the decoded through you know Hollywood decoded and me, KP, the arts degree, but. You know, it's a whole community of decoders out there. You know, some of them just do Facebook, some do YouTube, some are just doing their own thing, you know, maybe blogging or something That's like right. that. But y'all are going to be able to see the community um, in regards to it and then also see why it's so important. You know, when you see these other brothers touch it down with me, the information that y'all will be able to take from this upcoming show you know, will be phenomenal. So I, I implore everybody to As you in. said, yeah, family, our legends, you know what I'm saying, the, uh, the title holders, the torch bearers from our other great decoders that have come along. You know, you can't downplay the significance of decoding. You know what I'm saying? It's actually where you receive the, the real information, the true information, not the peripheral and surface stuff, but you go underneath and get what you need. So, this decoding is important. Um, Avengers already made forty-four million globally on its release. That's you know what I'm it. Saying? Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's fit to go down. You know, I oh, also want to thank down. you for um, bringing forth the show with Brother Brian and Dawood. Oh okay. man, yeah, that's classic. Bro. Yeah, you 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 opened the portal on that show. And they were talking about the, the Wacom tablet, the Cintiq, and they were talking about all of these new visual graphic mediums. And then we ended up going to the um, the show, to the 3D printer show, being read the other day. Oh, oh, that's what's up. And, yeah, while I was there, I actually saw the Cintiq. Cintiq, I hope I'm pronouncing it the right way. But yeah, I saw Cintiq. the device that they were talking about, yeah, uh, the graphic device. And I also saw... 
some people there doing jewelry, and he told me about a program called ZBrush. Oh, and he yeah, said that yeah, this yeah. is how you can change the uh, game. Yeah, yeah. Nah, ZBrush, you, yeah, can, you can download the free trial right now. That's how you carve the clay and do the 3D. But nah, it's yeah, not ZBrush. Hold on, let me finish, bro. Alright, well they told me it was ZBrush and for that reason alone, again, like I said, I, I sent it up to my um you know, my neurotransmitter, you know what I'm saying, where it boggles the balls around like in, in the lotto machine. And I was like, you know, great divine, I need a ZBrush because I went and saw the demonstration. They had the ZBrush people there. And I seen the demonstration, and I was I was you know impacted by it enough to be like, yo, I need this. So I, I dialogued with them for like an hour, getting all kind of information and tidbits about how this brush works, what I could do with it. They told me I could make 3D characters and and um, 3D print uh, toys and models and all sorts of things, you know, and That's especially it. you know and jewelry on top of that. So, you know, I filled out a little raffle they was having. You know what I'm saying? And I left, what have you. Sure enough, this morning I get an email saying I won the raffle. So I am now in possession. You better drop that bomb, brother. Hold on, man. The ZBrush. <laughs> you know, I'm light on dropping bombs on myself. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. But, um, well, I'm dropping the yeah, bomb, I, but I, I can't touch the button. There you go. That's my bomb. Yeah. So. We are now in possession of the ZBrush software. We are going full scale into the 3D modeling world. I'm creating all of the things that I have in my mind in terms of our own villages and communities. I'm scaling it to size so that people could see it for what it is. Our baby's going to have their own toys, you know, and this jewelry. Forget about it. (laughs) But look, the key, you know. The key, the so, key to the to the Z brush is key shot. Key shot, okay. is, key shot is the key. So look, look up key shot now. Now that you understand Z brush, yeah, we we we're gonna look up key shot. Oh, and we need the Wacom, the need the Wacom tablet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got my bamboo splash. I got a bamboo. I don't got a, I don't got my Cintiq yet, but I got my bamboo, and I've been starting on bamboo. Okay. All right. Well, you know, I gotta come to the A to get, get the, the feel. fully immersed. Hey, I, yeah, I, I gotta get the fully immersed lesson. I'll be there in a second in a heartbeat. You know I'll what I mean? I'll take you straight to Dawood, and he'll give you the lesson on the Cintiq. There we go. Say no more. I'm in the building. We're in the building, pushing forward. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Giving birth to these dreams, and um, you know, along the way, sharing them with the family so we can inspire the empire. Ben Fire. He's right he's there, rocking cookies and empire. Yeah. So, thank you for the announcement, family. You heard it here first. The Avengers decoded. Age of Ultron will be here on KTL Radio next Friday. The live presentation next Sunday. Don't know what else to tell y'all. Y'all getting uh, 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 Age of Ultron. KTL breakdown, you get in Mayweather the next day, and you get in the breakdown on Sunday. So, you know, charge yeah. the stars, man. Yeah, so, yeah, it is, brothers. Well, I appreciate y'all for the platform, of course, and giving me the opportunity to speak to the people. Yes. That I'd say peace and, and allow the to commence with some real serious 
information. Yeah, happy born day to our Umi. She celebrated a born day uh, yesterday on the 23rd. I, I freestyled That's a poem right. from her. I'm going to read it mm-hmm. to y'all because I think that uh, I feel that this is epic and it sums everything up. I said, Dear Mama, we're honored. You gave us the navigational system to steer clear of drama, persevere through trauma, taught us through good works you can clear karma. Dear Mama, you're in a class by yourself, a rare genre. You cured AIDS unafraid of the fear mongers, remain loyal and bulletproof like steel armor, while others got smothered, but that's their karma, a real trauma. So again, we're honored to wish you happy Earth Day, dear Mama. Yeah. So, mother, if you heard Solid this, brother. if you're hearing this, yeah, we love you. Thank you for your 59 years of dedicated work for our community. Again, family, you grew up in a household with a lady who cured AIDS and didn't know what HIV was and she cured it at the time. So in our minds, anything can be done. There is no impossibilities. That is why we're able to forage through all of these things that you call problems with eyes closed and persevere. All right? Yeah, it is. Yes, indeed. How could we ever match her efforts? You know what I'm saying? She made one. She did the uh, the Pee Wee Kirkland, right? Or who was it to be jumping and taking the pennies off of the top of the... <laughs> That you know what I'm saying, the the, the backboard. Oh the goat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. the vertical was that. Yeah, that's that's where she set the ball up there. Not the rim on top of the basket B. You feel me? That's it. So that's we're always black. working on getting our yeah, getting our vertical together so we can just match up. You know? It's funny that you did a uh, a freestyle for mom because um, Khalel Kanasi and Kasim got together and wrote her a poem. There you go. And I recorded yeah, it. I recorded it. I got it. I got it on the on the record, so I played it for her. You see the soft face. Should you want to play it? Huh? I got it on the re. Let me see if I can. Hold on. Uh, hold on, hold on. CSC, give me one second. Let me see. Mm -hmm. Nope, it won't let me play it during the call. I can't do it at the same time. It's all good. We're going to get to it. We're going to upload it, you know what I'm saying, and uh. Oh, yeah. I know Mother's Day and all of that is coming up, so it's coming up. So yeah, we can play it for that. Yeah, dedicated to the mothers. I believe we have a show dedicated to the daughters coming next week. All right, so that probably be an opportune time to also get that vibration. And tonight we're going to be joined by one of the grandmothers of the Grand Council, Sister Anna E. L. All right, from the Morris History and um, Heritage class. Right, our Wednesday night Morris class. So beautiful sister, beautiful spirit, powerful information. Okay. So 
Yes, we are awaiting her arrival. She will be here momentarily, and we are going to get this show underway. You heard? In the meantime, in between time, you know, I want to talk from the importance of Ferguson and why, you know, this is going to be uh, extra important. The Show Me State is a stargate, okay? And I'm sure that KT, the arts degree, can explain what the importance of the arc is, all right? Show Me State is a stargate. You've been crossed over. You are on the other side. You're dealing with sorcery from sorcerers <laughs> who are playing this game on another level, and they're utilizing the 44 to put everybody in game as it pertains to this. All right? So even when I see Brown's family is fighting back with a, a 44-page indictment, and mind you, we put this show together Wednesday night with the sister when she was doing her class on Wednesday night. She was laying out the case against Ferguson in class, and he's like, yo, we need to bring this to the people because I had asked her a few months ago once I found out that the main uh, revenue generated in Ferguson was traffic stops. She then bust that up. I was like, yo, I need you to come on so we can share this information with our Ferguson family because they do tune in so they can start getting remedy where they are because they're ready. So when she tore that up on Wednesday, I was like, exactly. Now is the time to spread this information out Thursday morning. You know, we see online that Mike Brown's family filed a 44-page lawsuit against Darren Wilson, the police chief in the city of Ferguson, Inc. Next, next day. So, next day. Next day, yeah. So, again, moving on spirit, moving with time. Now is the time. Let's open the portals. I don't know if they're going to get it right in regards to the structuring of their, um, their lawsuit. You know what I'm saying? It's probably very colorable, but we're going to share this information with the family that can hopefully share this with them as well. You know what I'm saying? And you can go about where you at, family, and do this yourself. You can start with Ferguson, but it's any and every town USA because they're all pulling the same stunt with municipalities posing as government when, in fact, they're de facto corporations, you know, or de facto government that are, in fact, should I say, corporations. You know what I'm saying? All operating outside of the bounds of constitutional law. So, you know, there's more than one ways to fight the beast. So please don't tell us that this demonstration is not needed and necessary. Utilize your way if that's the way that you feel is going to be most effective. So for those people to be crying about no justice, no peace, like I said, you are going to the well to drink from you got S dot jurisprudence or jurisdiction anyway, throwing yourself at the feet of your masters and begging for mercy. So now we're giving you the sword where you can go up in there and cause havoc in real time and actually get some remedy for yourself instead of begging. So let me read this description so we can get into tonight's program, okay? So KCL Radio presents the People versus Ferguson Inc. Featuring Sister Annie E. L. Our communities are under siege from foreign invasion. These invaders are disguising themselves as quote unquote government, but are in fact corporations that are using the people as a means to make income. In every small municipality or so called city, these crimes are taking place. Due to the federal investigation into Ferguson, Missouri, this unlawful practice has been bust wide open for all to see and claim. 
black and white. For the people who have been desperately looking for some form of redress or justice from the system, we will walk the audience through a step-by-step approach to bringing these municipalities to their needs. The only way the injustices are going to stop against the people is if the people wake up and fight back. Because you are bound unlawfully to unbind yourselves, it is going to take you creating individual writs and collectively participating in class action suits to cut the cords of your oppression. If nothing else, this approach is a start and an effective one at that. In lieu of the 44-page civil action the family of Mike Brown had decided to take against the municipality of Ferguson, Missouri, Sister Annie E. L. from the Morris Heritage History School will bring forward a tangible solution that you can implement wherever you are to ultimately slay the dragon. Join us as she details, without a shadow of a doubt, where the crime is taking place and how you can checkmate the entire corporation, state to state, city to city, if you would only listen and learn some jurisprudence. The power is literally in your hands. And in this case, the pen can be mightier than the sword if you use it wisely. So as we always say, bring your pad and pen because class will definitely be in session. Tonight, the doors of KTL University will be wide open to the brightest amongst us. And with no further ado, we present to you caller beginning in 864 and ending in 44. Wait. Wait on it. It might not be. Okay, this is called from 860306. Peace. Greetings. Is it's this loud. It's loud. Can you hear me? Why, loud and clear. Oh, good. <laughs> yes. I am so excited. It is such an honor. I've waited for this day for a long time, and we are finally here. So first and foremost, I want to give you your proper salutation. Peace, love, and light. Welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. All right. Peace and love to all, and thank you for having me. Indeed. Indeed, indeed. So I'm sure that you've heard the introduction. Should we just dive into it directly from there? Do you want to preference the audience by setting it up or anything? Um. Uh. Well, let's see. You you can tune uh, me in to how we're going to do this. As okay. I um, pull out my report. Right. I know a lot of people I probably that... may not, well, people may not be aware that there is a 105-page report that was done by the United States Justice Department, which is most unveiling. And, yes, it focuses on Ferguson, but what's happening is not just limited to Ferguson. It's happening nationwide. And the great thing about this report is it blatantly lets you know that this activity is being done to generate revenue. That's the that's the sole purpose and intent. Okay. So let's start from there, you know, because I think that people might be under the impression 
that there's nothing wrong with a quote-unquote municipality generating revenue from traffic stops and traffic tickets and things of that nature, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, on this continent, the supreme law of the land is the American Constitution. Now, granted, many people, especially the Aboriginal Indigenous people who have been branded Negro-colored black, have absolutely no consciousness, no awareness, no information about that most important document. But it is that document that protects the people. And um, that document originally was, was actually the American Constitution is the document that the Iroquois Confederation drafted and the people of this land functioned under. It was called the Law of the Great Peace. So that is a do- the Constitution is a document that was written by the Aboriginal Indigenous people of this land. So let's be clear. What is called the Constitution, the American Constitution, was not written by Europeans. It was written to protect the people from infringement of their liberties by all corporations. And it was also implemented so that a certain group of people would not be targeted. So now we have... Ferguson, who is on record as being a corporation, they are using the people in that area to generate revenue. They're not providing a product or a service, but they are kidnapping people off of the street, and they are imposing all sorts of unlawful demand for income on the people. And because the people, unfortunately, I'm willing to bet that the majority of the people, they went to these institutions they call schools that was established by the Ferguson Corporation. Now, I don't know any corporation that is going to inform their victim on how not to be a victim. So it stands to reason that these institutions that are called schools that many people have gone to and many more fight to get their children into, I don't care if they want to call them a magnet school or what, they are all corporations and their sole purpose is to prepare a new crop of people to generate revenue for the future. That's it. Mm. That's absolutely unconstitutional. It's uh, also human trafficking. Now, um, human trafficking is absolutely big nationally and internationally. But our people do not call what is happening in Ferguson and across the nation, human trafficking. They call it, uh, oh, I was arrested by a police officer of the Ferguson County government 
um, which implies that they are government bodies and they're not. And I'll tell you why they're not. The American Constitution is the document that establishes government on this land. There's no provision in that document that sanctions a county, city, town, township, or borough. In fact, many of these county, city, town, township, and boroughs were established by Great Britain or uh, the Dutch Republic or Spain, um, and they and and they originally were established as companies, and when they first came over here, the goods that they were trading as a product was fur, timber, uh, fish, uh, and, and and things of that nature. Today, they don't they don't trade any of that stuff. They're trading in human beings. That's called human trafficking. It's also called genocide because they're targeting a specific group of people, which is absolutely unconstitutional. And uh, the uh, United Nations Convention on Genocide states that if you're targeting a specific group of people to their detriment and extinction, that is classified as uh, um, genocide. And I'll, and I'll try and see if I can find that exact document on my computer. I'll read you the exact uh, uh, definition, but if I don't find it, you can just Google United Nations Convention on Genocide. It's a PDF. It's not long, and it is absolutely unveiling. Indeed. To say the least. Um, and I think one of the challenges that we as a people have is that we have to we have to recognize that we have been conditioned, not to our benefit, but to the benefit of someone else. So rather than and um, the um, United Nations Convention on Genocide is also on the RV Bay Publications website, so you can go there and get it as well. Um, right. But we have to, oh, and I just happened to find it. Look at that. Convention on the Prevention and Punishment of the Crime of Genocide. And uh, let's see, Article 2, it reads, uh, in the present convention, genocide means any of the following acts committed with intent to destroy in whole or in part a national, ethical, racial, or religious group as such. By killing members of the group, by causing serious bodily or mental harm to members of the group, by deliberately inflicting on the group conditions of life calculated to bring about its physical destruction in whole or in part, imposing measures intended to prevent birth within the group, forcibly transferring children of the group to another group. This is just Article 2. And then Article 3 talks about the following acts shall be punishable, and that's 
genocide, conspiracy to conspiracy to commit genocide, direct and public incitement to commit genocide, attempt to commit genocide, complicity in genocide. So that's that's just you know Article Two and Three of the United Nations Convention on Genocide. We have a lot of information. We have a lot of ammunition. It's just seriously, uh, you know, it's so past time for the people to wake up and take back the reins because as the the um, Constitution of 1791 will tell you, this, what we are experiencing today, the atrocities that, the melanated people, the Aboriginal, which are the Aboriginal indigenous people of this land is experiencing today is absolutely contrary to that document. It's contrary to nature. It's contrary to national and international law. It is just contrary to the preservation of life on a whole. And we, as a people, we've got to wake up. And we have got to stop, you know, participating in our own enslavement. We literally fund and participate in our own enslavement simply because of lack of information. And it's time that we get the necessary information and make changes. And we can't look for other people to make changes for us. We've got to make those changes ourselves because historically, if you look at those so-called leaders that were put in place that were supposed to make changes for the betterment of our people, they all sold our people out. And today, nothing has changed for the better. It actually has gotten worse. So it's up to the people. It's up to nobody else but the people. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, you know, here we are with a representative of the people, yourself, us included, and we're dialoguing. We're bringing forth information that we feel the people can use for remedy. Um, Did you pull up the report yet on Ferguson? I'm still looking for it. My uh, information base is so expensive. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But... um, I shall find it, and you know what? Let me just do the simple Google. Indeed. Indeed. Um, But we can continue on. I'll find it momentarily. Right. So, as we're witnessing what we're witnessing, um, and it it becomes worse and worse, you know what I'm saying? It seems to be spreading like a plague, uh, and people are only identifying it as quote-unquote racism, but mm-hmm. yet not applying a solution that racism, quote-unquote, would necessitate, because if that is an institution but you're not identifying as such, how do you battle that? How do you combat something that you can't even grasp? So we're your comments to people that only identify it as such and then fall back 
on that commentary, like, you know, throw their hands up. Oh, it's, it's just racism. We can't do anything about that. Well, the only reason that they call it racism is because they don't they don't understand nationality, and they don't know that the most the majority of of melanated people they really don't know who they are. They think that they're Negro, colored, black, African American. All of these are brands. They do not identify a nationality, and as long as they can keep the people. Um, Speaking in terms of fiction and something that really has no historical ancient reference, then they can trick them into doing anything. The main reason why the Aboriginal Indigenous people are the target is because whether we know it or not, we are the heirs to this vast estate, this land. in the King Alfred plan, it lets you know that the um, melanated people, they are tied to the land by blood. There's nowhere for us to go. This is our ancestral estate. Now, if you understand what that means, then if you are tied to the land by blood, that means that you are unbankruptable. So if it is my intent or it is their intent as a corporation to generate revenue, it would be better for them to go after the money bag, which is the Aboriginal Indigenous people, Moors, branded Negro, colored black, rather than go after the broke people over here, who are not tied to the land, which is the modern European, uh, 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 erroneously identified as white people. This is not personal. I know it seems like it is, but it's not personal. This has nothing to do with feelings. This has everything to do with generating revenue. That's it. They look at every melanated, aboriginal, indigenous, more, whether you're conscious or not, as a revenue generator. And everything that they do is um, bent or geared towards maximizing their ability to gain credit. It's not racism. It's business. And the business for them is how much revenue can I generate? Right. Indeed. Now, Um, can you explain how the uh, quote-unquote traffic courts and things of this nature go about setting up uh, revenue generation for these municipalities? Well, first of all, most people don't know that the whole motor vehicle program is a federal um, it's a federal program and it is only intended for uh, interstate or interstate transactions or, or yeah interstate transactions as it relates to commerce 
it was never intended to be imposed on the people for traveling. And that and that means traveling that has nothing to do with commerce. But these uh, county corporations or these counties, city, town, township, and boroughs, they figured out a way to create these fictitious boundaries. And most of the people are absolutely unaware, but I will, I, I will challenge anyone who's listening, when you're traveling on the land tomorrow and you go from one county, city, town, township, borough to another, there's going to be a sign along the side of the road that lists the county, city, town, township, or borough name, and then right underneath it, it's going to stay incorporated or established, which means the same thing, and it's going to give the year. Now, when those counties were originally established, that low, that parameter was a sales territory. That's it. Today they have conditioned the people to believe that it is uh, the county. Well, I'm entering uh, Ferguson County or I'm entering New York City or I'm, I'm entering Brooklyn Borough or I'm entering, uh, um, uh, um, you know, New Haven County or or Los Angeles, all of these things are nothing more than um, sales territory. But like I said, the people have been conditioned to believe that you're entering these corporate land um, masses, and you're not. So, the county, city, town, township, borough, corporations, they have corporate security guards. And these corporate security guards are called police, and then they add officer. An officer is an elected official. A police is a hired person. The two don't even go together, all right? But you won't know that unless you do some research. Now, there's some case law that they condition the people. I want to just back up a little, just a little quick before I say that. They have conditioned the people to believe that the police are there to protect the people. But there's case law, Tallahassee versus SAP, that says the police are not there to protect the people. They are there to protect corporation. That's absolutely against the American Constitution because this on this land mass, it is only the people that's supposed to be protected, not fictitious corporations. So that's an absolute constitutional violation. Many of these county, city, town, township, and boroughs Now, what if the people are directly identified as corporations themselves because of their de facto nature and these tellable terms that they put themselves under? Would that not apply to them? Absolutely. I don't, that they're property I, I, of the corporation? 
so my I don't even call them de facto because in from from my study, de facto is um uh, um well I call them corporations because from my mind de facto means a fraudulent government which which they are, but to me it is more impacting just to call them the corporations that they were established to be. They never and and the fact that they are in, they are implying that they are government that's a violation of Title 18, Section 912, impersonating a government official. Now, say all day long, well, we get ours, and they do. Some people have gone into these meeting rooms that they call a court, and they will tell you, uh, well, we get our authority from the statute. Yes, you do. But that statute on this land is not law. That might be corporate policy, but it's not law. And you cannot hold the people accountable to a corporate policy. Now, because they have the majority of the people thinking that these corporate security guards are government, it is the corporate security guards who are dis- who, who go about in the sky as though they are, in fact, government officials in uniform, and the disguise is so deep because now they are in disguise in regular traveling vehicles, and they are, this is a disguise. Because, look, if you're lawful, if you're lawful government, why are you in an unmarked car, in disguise, trying to trap the people. If you're lawful government, why are you camped out in hiding around the corner in bushes trying to swoop down on the the people that supposedly you're supposed to be protecting? This is such a, this is racketeering and extortion and the people are, uh, are are not corporations. Now, now there is this, like this. I, I know there's this tackling going on with some listeners because they'll say, "Well, you know, um, you're a 14th Amendment person." Look, everybody is a, a, a flesh and blood being. The most important thing that everybody must do this day at this time is they must declare their nationality. That applies to the Moors and those other citizens because you got the uh, unconscious Moors calling themselves Negro, colored, black, African-American. That's a brand. And then you got the modern Europeans calling themselves U.S.O.P. citizens and white people. That's another brand. Those are not nationalities. And so when you don't declare your nationality, you have no protection at law. If you have, because your nationality determines the law that applies to you. Now, just because you don't declare your nationality doesn't mean that a corporation has the right to infringe on your liberty. 
that's what the public service is supposed to be there to protect the people from. That's where right. your your the the these so called taxes that are imposed on the people is supposed to pay the salary of those persons who took an oath to protect the people's liberty at all costs, both nat both um domestic and internationally, and that's right in the American Constitution. So how is it that we have millions of corporations calling themselves county, city, town, township, and borough, these employees of these millions of corporations, they can force the people off the road, stalk them, force them off the road, steal their private property, kidnap them off the street, hold them for extort ransom from them, or hold them indefinitely and collect collect, um, uh, uh, income for housing them, transporting them. They're collecting income for feeding them, and they're not even feeding them. All, and this is, this is so out of control that they have an entire industry. And still, the majority of the people on this continent is melanated. That would be your aboriginal, indigenous people, Moors, branded Negro, colored black, and still, they're asleep. Look, if, if I know when they have this saying, if the cat's away, the mouse will play. We've been away for a very long time. The mouse has been right. playing point where the cat is taking orders from the mouse. So, <laughs> picture that. That is so right. out of order. I, um, indeed. I, um, in regards to what you're talking about, uh, to these infractions and, 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 you know, people being charged or, you know, um, I'm looking for the proper term, penalized and, and things of that nature for being held by these municipalities and what have you. A lot of this information is what you were referring to that came up in the Ferguson report. Did mm-hmm. you uh, get a chance to pull that up yet? I just found it a minute ago. Here we go. Yep, found it. Yes. So can we go through some of that? Can you read some of what was unveiled? Yes. In this report and how horrendous these activities are? I would um I would actually advise everyone who's listening, whether you have had any type of uh violation by these town these corporate employees or not everybody should get this Ferguson report. Because even though this report is geared towards Ferguson, this is happening in every county, corporation, every city, every town, township, borough, corporation. This is being imposed on the people every single day. This is the blueprint. And I can I can bet as we sit here talking right now on this call, 
there is some melanated Aboriginal Indigenous law somewhere on this na- on this landmass who is experiencing the things that are happening in these reports right now. So I would say we need to um, read this report. This report can be used across the nation. It doesn't matter if the, if the, if the corporation is called Ferguson or something else because this is what they all do. And, you know, it's interesting. We might want to really sit back and wonder why would this out? Because this is not one incident. This is happening nationwide. And it didn't just start happening. It's been happening for 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 a very long time. <laughs> All right. Um. This I'm going to read the report summary. The report summary. Start, uh, well, let me back up first. This is a report, and it's in, it's 105 pages. It's entitled Investigation of the Ferguson Police Department. It's by the Department of Justice, uh, United States Department of Justice, uh, and, it's, and, and it was done under the Civil Rights Division, and it was dated March 4, 2015. Now, <clears throat> I just want everyone to know there's no such thing as civil rights. There's human rights. There's no civil rights. Civil rights is discretionary. Human rights is a matter of life. The report summary is um, about five pages. I'm not going to read it all because it's very expensive. I want to um, I want to read I want to start reading the part that is entitled "Focused on Generating Revenue." <laughs> they actually had a paragraph subtitled "Focused on Generating Revenue." And it reads, the city budget sizable increases in municipal fines and fees each year. Exhorts police and court staff to deliver those revenue increases. So they're just commanding. This is in the report. I'm not reading this. This is not any ease. They're saying that they um, pressure their... They pressure their um, their 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 corporate security guards and their um, this would be the staff, their employees that work in the building that's called the court to increase the revenue. And yes, can you tell us what page you're on? Oh, I'm sorry. This is on page two. Okay. And it's the beginning of the report summary. Got it. All right. All right. So it says the city budget for sizable yeah. increases in municipal fines and fees each year exhorts police and court staff to deliver those revenue increases and closely monitors whether those increases are achieved. City officials, that would be your corporate executive body routinely urged Chief Jackson 
to generate more revenue through enforcement. In March 2010, for instance, the city finance director wrote to Chief Jackson that, quote, unless ticket writing ramps up significantly before the end of the year, it will be hard to significantly raise collections next year. Given that we are looking at a substantial sales tax shortfall, it's not an insignificant issue, end quote. Wow. So <laughs> right there, the feds are not able to see that there's collusion on part of the quote-unquote government officials to get the, the corporate um, security guards to now, you know, play, uh, you know, uh, cat and mouse or, you know what I'm saying, cops and robbers or what have you with the quote-unquote citizens of this municipality to feed their coffers? Well, here's the thing. That's like sicking your pit bull on somebody. It does look like that, but here is the the challenge. They have this as their business plan. All right? Now, a business plan is not something that you can, you know, that this is their business plan, but how do we have, where is the evidence that they have implemented it? The evidence has to come from the people. And, and, and look, the people cannot go to these corporate security guards and put in a police report. The hen going to the wolf. You're going to get eaten. Let's read this. Let's read some more. Similarly, in March 2013, the finance director wrote to the city manager, quote, court fees are anticipated to rise about 7.5%. I did ask the chief if he thought the PD could deliver 10% increase. He indicated they could try, end quote. The importance of focusing on revenue generation is communicated to FPD officers. That would be Ferguson Police Department uh, uh, employees. The Ferguson Police employees from all ranks told us that revenue generation is stressed heavily within the police department and that the message comes from city leadership. Evidence was reviewed. The, of the evidence we we reviewed supports this perception. That's not a perception. They got that in black and white. That's that's crazy. Yeah, exactly. That's their their focus on generating revenue. Their entire business plan is about generating revenue. Everything is about generating revenue. The institutions that they call schools are sponsored by these corporations, and they use each child that is, is enrolled in that institution to generate revenue. 
uh, some of the hot, the so-called, they have these, um, um, what they call them, uh, emergency health units, 24-hour health care, so-called health care. Those are sponsored by the county corporations as well. They're there to generate revenue. Being, now, uh, I had to assist someone with um, uh, um, uh, a situation where they had to file a civil suit. And interestingly enough, in the state, the, the uh, what do you call it, the um, organic state constitution, it states that the courts are open to all and are not for sale. That's the Constitution, the organic state Constitution. It says that there's no provision in the federal Constitution, the American Constitution 1791, to export Federal Reserve notes from the people in order to file a civil complaint at all. But if you go into any one of these buildings that are called a court, in order for you to exercise your due process of law because you've been injured and file a civil complaint, you have to give, you are extorted out of 350 Federal Reserve notes in order for you to put forth your claim. Now, if you go there, they will say things like, uh, um, you're, in order for you to file a, a suit, you have to hire an attorney. An attorney is an officer of the court. Their, uh, their allegiance is to the court, and they are not necessarily there to assist you in getting any kind of remedy for the violation of your liberty. That's not their job. The, and on this land, what's supposed to happen is everybody is supposed to be competent to bring a claim on their own, and that claim is supposed to be addressed against another flesh and blood being, not a corporation. All of these people hide behind these corporations. And it is our obligation, it is our job to bring them from behind these corporations and call them out by their name. Now, a lot of people don't know that the CEO of the county is the mayor. Every single one of these county, city, town, township, and boroughs, they have a charter. And in the first charter, they identify the mayor as the chief executive officer. If there's a chief executive officer, that is a corporation. These people are in business to generate revenue, and they're generating the revenue off of the pain and suffering of the people. That's unconstitutional. But they will They can can do it all day long, as long as the people continue to remain asleep. We've got to wake up. 
so we've sad. got to wake up, and we have got to. Um, it, it's not look. Everybody knows when something is not right. Everybody knows when they have been treated wrong. Now, uh, we, the melanated people of this land, the Aboriginal, Indigenous, Moors, who've been branded Negro, colored, black, they will say because they've been intentionally misinformed and uneducated, I don't care if you've got initials after your name, you have been intentionally uneducated. Because if you don't know that being compelled to give over your personal property that they call a, a, a motor vehicle to a corporation that hasn't been disclosed to you, and then you're paying the corporation to use your own stuff is a violation of your liberties, you have been uninformed. You have been miseducated. <laughs> and most people will have all these initials after their name. They're born and they're registering their private property with these corporations. They're paying taxes not to the motor vehicle, but to the corp- county, city, town, township, or borough corporation. And if they don't pay the taxes to them, then they will report them to the Department of Motor Vehicles so they can't register their vehicle. And then if your registration is canceled, they'll report that to the insurance company. Now, that's two or more. And according to Title 18, Section 241 and 242, that's conspiracy. Now, that's not even adding in the corporate security guards running around here disguised as police officers who will swoop down like the highwaymen they are on the unsuspecting people and take stalk them, run them off the road, and and then demand their private property. They don't re- they don't read them their rights. Everything you say they record and then use against you. That's a violation of the Fifth Amendment. You have a look um, when they had the investigation on the Internal Revenue Service employee. She pled the fifth. If you're pulled over on the side of the road by these corporate security guards and you plead the fifth, they'll kidnap you, throw you in prison, and will hold you there until somebody shows up with the ransom. That's right. That's how they do it. And the majority of the people have been conditioned to believe that that's okay. They think that it's it's normal. It's and not. Just guy. because everybody does it doesn't mean it's right. Doesn't mean it's it's what's supposed to be happening. It just means that the you know the majority of the people on this continent is the melanated people, the Aboriginal Indigenous. It is the Aboriginal Indigenous people, the Moors, who are the you know they make up the majority of the population on planet Earth. How is it that the minority, the, the, the lesser amount, which would be your Europe, modern European, 
are able to get the majority of the people to give over their personal property, then pay to use it, and never once ask questions. And then say that they're free. All right? It's sad. It's absolutely sad what happened to Michael Green. It's absolutely sad what happened Michael to... Brown. Um, I'm sorry, Michael Brown. I don't know why I keep calling him Michael Green. <laughs> Mike, it's absolutely sad what happened to Michael Brown and Eric Gardner and the host of other Moors that have gone undocumented. It's absolutely sad. And it's it, there's no excuse for it. Really, there's no excuse. But the, 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 the sad truth and reality is this. We have allowed it because we have remained silent all these years. We have remained silent. You know, there's this, there was this saying, um, I don't remember exactly, but it talks about you know, when uh, uh, somebody comes knocking on your next-door neighbor door, you see them, but you remain silent, and then they'll go and knock on, you know, two other neighbor's doors, and you remain silent, and you ought to have spoken out. And now, because you didn't speak out, they're knocking on your door. A lot of us have seen things happen. And we said nothing. We didn't even get together as family and support one another in trying to get some additional information and some remedy. We are being forced to do that now. And the only way that things like this are going to end is if we unite as the family that we are and start working individually and collectively. The first thing that we have all got to do is we've got to start writing down in plain, blunt language what has happened to us. That means that um, if you you were not driving down the street, you were not pulled over by a police officer, you would... You didn't. You you know. You, you didn't. You were not asked for your driver's license. You know what really took place is you were stopped. You were forced off the road by a complete stranger. Then they came around to the guest side of your of your property with a gun, and they demanded your private property. And fear for your life, you gave them your private property. Then they gave you a demand for income under threat of bodily harm if you did not send the demanded income to a certain location. And after that, you saw this person, unidentified person, drive away and stalk somebody else. That's usually what we see. 
Now, the other part of that that might also play in, it might even, uh, you know, factor in, is if you have a guest in your property, they may demand their private information to check and see if they are on a demand for income, undisclosed demand for income list. Now, what are those demand for undisclosed demand for income lists maybe called? How about this one? Child support. Mm-hmm. Child support is the biggest money generator or revenue generator that these corporations have today. They know nine times out of ten if they force a stock and force uh, a property off of the road and come over to the guest side of the car, it's going to be a guy in there, and they know nine times out of ten he's going to be engaged in some sort of a child support fraud, which then they will more than likely kidnap that person take them away to an undisclosed location, they will then prevent that person from contacting anyone unless he engages in a contract with their internal telephone corporation, and then he will be able to contact his family member and let them know that he's been kidnapped. Come with the ransom. The sad thing about all of this is they have conditioned us to call criminal activity what appears to be lawful names. If any one of us did what these corporate security guards are doing, we would have a civil lawsuit on our hands. And I'm very, very glad that um, Michael Brown's family is suing that corporation. I trust that they are doing that themselves because, um, the, uh, like I said, attorneys, they do not work on behalf or in the best interest of the people. And that was evident, I believe, when they did their internal investigation to determine if the police, or I should say the corporate security guard, was at fault. Indeed. So, yeah, just to uh, reiterate, I want to make clear this um, this lawsuit was electronically filed on April 23rd at 12.06 a.m., so about an hour after we got out of class Wednesday night, this was electronically filed, and it is Michael Brown Sr. and Leslie McSpadden for the plaintiffs versus the city of Ferguson, Missouri, and former police chief Thomas Jackson and former police officer, quote-unquote, Darren Wilson, now, because they're using these uh, colorful terms and things of that nature, 
and I also believe that they have legal representation, you know, what do you think are possibilities that this lawsuit would even gain traction? Well, because the, the two things can happen. It, it could be a, a typical dog and pony show where it looks like they're getting some sort of remedy, but they're really not. And that's the intent. Or whoever this, um, if they have an attorney, if that attorney is not very prominent, they'll use this to become prominent. Yeah, they're using the same lawyer uh, that was used for the um, Trayvon Martin fiasco, Benjamin Crump. They're using David Darrell D. Parks, and they're using a uh, Anthony D. Gray, and they're only asking for seventy five thousand dollars. I can't drop the ball into that. Oh no! Well, yes. they're, they're missing they're missing some additional um, they're missing some additional uh, uh, defendants uh, because see here's the thing the Police, or I should say, the corporate, the, the corporate security guard. He was hired by the chief of the corporate security guard, and the chief that you they, they use titles um, chief of police. The chief of police is really chief of corporate security. The corporate security guard is really the police officer. Police or the chief. Corporate security guard was hired by the mayor, who is really the chief executive officer. So that mayor, who is the chief executive officer, needs to be added to that suit because he knew what was going on. He sanctioned it. And in any corporate structure, it doesn't matter what the, the, the people below are doing. Subordinates, right. The CEO right. and the CFO is liable because they know what's going on. Yes, indeed. So family that's hearing this that are in the Ferguson area, or if you may be hearing this and you have a inside link to the McSpadden family or the Brown family, please inform them of this so they can update quote-unquote lawsuit, you know, and put the proper people um, in the line of fire, all right, before they misfire altogether Mm -hmm. and add to further injury and humiliation on an international platform, you know, on an international stage. They're like, damn, if you don't, it's just embarrassing at this point. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. I did want you to go into the part of the report that was speaking about quote unquote traffic court and if the people how you know the the, the timing that they give them how they start before court even starts quote unquote court. Can oh, you get into right. that travesty? Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't in. Uh, well, let me just say this: I haven't combed through the entire hundred and five page report of that the Justice Department put out. But that mm-hmm. article that I was reading in uh, the class the other day, 
that actually was a, an article or a report that was put out by um, uh, another newspaper, but it's not a lie. It, 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 it's actually exactly what was going on, and, and I'll just, I'll, I'll, if you give yes. me a moment, opening. Yes, indeed. You can, yes, we can and, um, the report. Yes, well, it's open now. <laughs> This this report is so blatant and so obvious that it's racketeering and extortion going on in Ferguson. But it's not just Ferguson. This is nationwide. It's so obvious. Now, I want to say um, I'm, I'm trying to keep everything um, flowing along um, in the proper sequence, but we got to know that this activity is not just happening in Ferguson. It is absolutely happening nationwide by every county, city, town, township, and borough. And their only purpose is to generate revenue off of the backs of the people. This is how their employees receive a weekly paycheck. Now, outside of those weekly paychecks, any surplus goes to the executive body. Now, mm. if you've ever paid attention, um, it's interesting how every CEO, no matter how uh, ineffective he was, when he leaves the corporation, he leaves with a million-dollar uh, um, retirement package Stocks, bonds, he could have been the worst CEO. He's going to leave with a nice, fat (laughs) exit package. That exit package comes comes from the um, surplus of revenue that was collected off of the pain and suffering of the people. Right. So what they called here in the corporate city of New York, stop and frisk, you can see why, quote-unquote, Mayor Mike or the CEO of the corporation of the city of New York was able to receive a dollar salary or walk away billions of dollars richer during his reign of the CEO of this particular municipality, okay? And nobody figured that out? Right. Now, the, the other part that you want to factor in for all of these people that are losing their homes to foreclosure, some of those homes is acquired by the CEO because they're in on the the mortgage fraud. They're all in on the mortgage fraud. Hmm. And that's just the sad reality of it. But and I'll tell but I'll say this. We have got this is a this is a very bitter pill for everyone to swallow. The only reason that this has gone down and to this magnitude today is because the majority of the people have been content to allow it to happen. If Iceland the same thing happened in Iceland and those people rebelled with pots and pans, picked those people out, gave them the boot. 
we over here, we're still we're still asleep. Some of us want to negotiate with them. Oh yes, they do. They want to go along and get along. Exactly, and some of some of us that are negotiating, we really many of us, we gotta really look long and hard at how where we are working and receiving a paycheck because I the it is coming. The day is coming when every county, city, town, township, and borough will be extinct because human trafficking and genocide must end one way or another. So if you're working there and you're receiving a paycheck, you better start looking at creating, uh, uh, developing some, some of that creativity, that untapped creativity that is within you, and look and and developing a, another more positive way to generate revenue because you're going to be out of a job and you're not going to be able to get another job with another county, city, town, township, or borough because they will not exist. They were never supposed to be existing and especially not functioning as they are now, and they got to go. Hmm. So we've got to really take a look at how we're receiving income. I'm not sure how savvy your listening audience is with Black Law Dictionary and stuff like that, but I would, I'm going to read the definition because it's kind of short of racketeering out of Black Law Dictionary because it's so on point. Racketeering, organized conspiracy to commit the crimes of extortion or coercion, attempts to commit extortion or coercion from the standpoint of extortion. It is the obtaining of money or property from another with his consent induced by the wrongful use of force or fear. The fear which constitutes the legally necessary element in extortion is induced by oral or written threats to do an unlawful injury to the property of the threatened person by means of explosives, fire, or otherwise, and to kill, kidnap, or injure him or a relative of his or some member of his family. From the standpoint of coercion, it usually takes the form of compelling by use of similar threats to person or property a person to do or abstain from doing an act which such other person has the legal, lawful right to do or abstain from doing, such as joining a so-called protective association to protect his right to conduct a business or trade. Racketeering. Now, I'm going to read the, the definition of Hold on. Go ahead. I got, I got to squeeze this one in. <laughs> my, my, my boy is acting, is acting up a little, but I got to exclamate that point right there. Oh, man. <laughs> I All right. I'm going to read extort 
and I read some of extortion, but all of these definitions, we publish them on MHHSI's Wide Open Facebook page, which is public. So even if you don't have a Facebook page, you can still go there and look at it. And it's also published on the moorishnews.wordpress.com, and I believe it will also be, if not already, on the RV Day Publications website. Just these definite these are these are lawful these are lawful definitions and these lawful definitions they are case law. All right? So this is not any or anybody making this up. These are literal case laws that identify lawfully what extortion racketeering is. So we're gonna start Indeed. with extortion. Extort to compel or coerce as a confession or information by enemies serving to overcome one's power of resistance or making the confession or admission involuntary. To gain by wrongful methods, chain in an unlawful manner, to compel payments by means of threat of injury to person, property, or reputation, to take from unlawfully to exact something wrongfully by threat or putting in fear, to rest from, to exact, to take under a claim of protection. The natural meaning of the word extort is to obtain money or other valuable thing either by compulsion, by actual force, or by the force of motives applied to the will and often more overpowering and irresistible than physical force. Extortion, I'm going to read some of it because it's quite lengthy. Extortion, unlawful obtaining of money from another. It has also been defined as corrupt demanding or receiving by a person in office of a fee for services which should be performed gratuitously or where compensation is permissible of a larger fee than the law justifies or a fee not due. Exaction of money by reason of oppressive conditions or circumstances. That would be the entire motor vehicle process. <laughs> Obtaining of property from another with its consent induced by wrongful use of force or fear under color of official right. That's another one. Obtaining the property of another by threats to injure him and to destroy his property. Taking or obtaining of anything from another by means of illegal compulsion or oppressive exaction, whether by an office or otherwise. Unlawful taking by an officer by color of his office of any money or thing of value that is not due to him or more than is due or before it is due. Wrongful exaction of money or other valuable thing, either by compulsion, actual force, or by force of motives applied at will. A taking under color of office is of essence of offense. At common law, any oppressive by color or pretense of light, and particularly and technically 
the exaction or unlawful taking by an officer of money or thing of value by color of his office, either when none at all is due or not so much is due or when it is not yet due. And then there's more. I would suggest you read these because it when you read the definition of racketeering extort and extortion, you should see a clear picture of everything. These corporate security guards who call themselves, who they go in disguise calling themselves police officers do on a daily basis to the people across the nation. Um, the article that I was um, reading from and that you're referencing is entitled, How Many Ways Can the City of Ferguson Slap You with Court Fees? We Counted. And it was it was written September 12, 2014. And it reads, over 100 people showed up on Tuesday night at the first Ferguson City Council meeting since Michael Brown's killing, and unreasonable court fees were a major complaint. Ferguson officials proposed scaling back the maraud way small-time offenders can end up paying big bucks or worse. Community activists are optimistic about the proposed changes, but as it turns out, imposing punitive court fines on poor residents is a major source of income for a number of St. Louis County municipalities. That's a very bitter pill to swallow. Wow. How bad? <laughs> How bad is the current I mean, system? Go ahead. No, nah, I'm it's all there in black and white. Yeah. You know? Say you're a low income Ferguson resident who's been hit with a municipal fine. Now, see there's no such thing as a municipal fine. And for most people who are listening, municipal, if you look the word up in the Blackfoot Dictionary, municipal means a Roman venue. That would be a Roman corporation. If we When in Rome, please continue. So whenever you see the word municipal, substitute it with Roman corporation. So let's reread that. How bad is the current system? Say you're a low-income Ferguson resident who's been hit with a Roman corporation fine for rolling through a stop sign, driving without insurance, or neglecting to subscribe to the city's trash collection service. A look at the Roman codes in Ferguson and nearby towns reveals how these fines and fees can quickly stack up. Now, this is not Rome. So how can they impose Roman fines and fees on the people here? That's absolutely unconstitutional, and it speaks of the so-called lawfully sanctioned public servants who are supposed to 
protect the people from domestic and foreign invasion, they're absolutely lax on the job. They're lax. They're like not even doing their job, and they're collecting the paycheck. This is what they're supposed to be protecting the people from. To start, you might show up on time for your court date only to find that your hearing is already over. How is that possible? According to a Ferguson court employee who spoke with St. Louis Legal Aid Watchdog Arch City Defenders, the bench routinely starts hearing cases 30 minutes before the appointed time and even locks the doors as early as five minutes after the official hour, hitting defendants what? who arrive just slightly late with an additional charge of 120 to 130 Federal Reserve notes. Now, the demand, for in- <laughs> the demand for income fine for each failure to appear is 125 Federal Reserve notes. Wow. Now, you may arrive to find yourself faced with an impossible choice. This is for the mothers out there, court date, or leave your children unattended in the parking lot. Non-defendants, such as children, are permitted by law to accompany defendants in the courtroom, but a survey by the presiding judge of the St. Louis Court Circuit County Circuit Court found that 37% of local courts don't allow it. That sounds like, and I would venture to say that if any mother has to is forced to leave her child unattended in a parking lot. I'm willing to bet they have a so-called Department of Child Welfare, absolutely fraudulent and phony name, walking around the parking lot looking for just that type of a situation. Rather than helping the mother, they're more inclined to use that as another opportunity to generate revenue because then they'll take that child and they will give that child most times to a European family, and then that European family will collect a monthly paycheck as little as 1500 plus just for holding that child hostage. Hmm. Coming to court has its own pitfalls but not the ones many people fear. It's a common misconception among Ferguson residents, especially those without attorneys, that if you show up without money to pay your fine, you'll go to, you'll go to jail. In fact, you can't be put behind bars for inability to pay. That would be your debtor's prison, which was abolished. Well, it never happened over here. That was the English thing. But you can be sent to jail for failure to appear in court, an accrued amount of 125. If you miss your court date, the court will likely issue a warrant for your arrest, which comes with a fee of its own. 
Now, I just want to stop right here because they're saying that you're in a court, but you're not. You're, this is a corporation. They are doing this. Any one of us can go into that building that is called a court, and we can rent that room, and then you can send out invitations for people to come in there because that's basically what they're doing. Because if they're not a lawful government, and they're, then they, if they're not lawful government, then it stands to reason they can't be holding lawful courts. So when they send these invitations out to the people, it appears as though it is uh, they're compelling you to come to court, but you're, they're not. Because really, if we had been informed, when you got this threat, which is what these so-called invitations are, you would immediately file a civil suit against the corporation like you would if you walked into a Macy's or any other store and they violated you in any way. Demand for income fee for a warrant is 50 Federal Reserve notes and 56 cents per mile driven by the corporate security guard of the corporation that they identify as police officers. So if they have to travel around to find you, they're paying them 56 cents per mile. That's in a normal job. They're telling you that this is a corporation. Because in a and and if you have to use your your property and your job to travel, then they will tell you when you can have a um, we'll reimburse your 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 travel expenses. Um, the last I heard it was like twenty seven cents per mile, but they're getting fifty six cents per mile. At this point, you owe your initial fine plus fines for failure to appear in court and the arrest warrant. Thomas Harvey, executive director of Arch City Defenders, explains that if you're arrested, your bail will likely equal the sum of these fines. Ferguson Roman Court is only in session three days a month, so if you can't make bail, you might sit in jail for days until the next court session which you guessed it will cost you. Arrest for failure to appear, you might sit in jail for days and pay 30 to 60 Federal Reserve notes a night until the next court session. <clears throat> Finally, appear in court and receive your verdict. The IOU is likely to go up again. Average demand for income fine in Ferguson Corporation racket case, resulting in a so-called guilty verdict in 2013, $275 reserve note. Can't pay it all at once, no problem. You can opt for a payment plan and come to court once a month with an installment. But if you miss a day, expect Another 125 failure to appear fine plus another warrant for your arrest. Now, I don't know about anyone listening, but if I just write down the numbers, this is going to add up to quite a pretty 
uh, income that Ferguson Corporation is receiving, and I can bet that they're not even disclosing this to the Internal Revenue Service because this is just cash and going into somebody's pocket. For minor infractions tend to snowball. For example, drivers accumulate points for speeding, rolling through stop signs, and driving without insurance. You can pay to wipe your record, which is pricey. If you can't afford to and rack up enough points, your license will be suspended and your insurance cost will probably jump. Need to get to work? If you're caught driving with a suspended license, your court fines increase, you gain more points, and your suspension is lengthened. That's how rolling through a stop sign could end up costing you your job messing up your degree plans, and more. Now, what was most significant here is they said need to get to work. Now, the Constitution protects all people and their right to obtain uh, mutual compensation for their energy, and it cannot be impeded or regulated at all. If you're Ability to travel from point A to point B is hindered for whatever reason. You're not going to be able to generate the necessary revenue you need to take care of yourself and your family. That is a violation of your liberty entirely. It's also preventing you from traveling on the land. No corporation, not even, especially not a rolling corporation, has the right to impede the travel of the people on the land. There is no law that can substantiate that. And and, and I want to emphasize this. There is no law that can substantiate a Roman corporation, not an American corporation, a Roman corporation, from impeding the travel of the people on this land. County like St. Louis, which consists of 81 different municipal court systems, that would be 81 different Roman corporation systems, it's easy to end up with fines and, and, and outstanding warrants in multiple towns. Harvey has seen his clients bounce from jail to jail and says there's even a local name for this, the Muni Shuffle. Every handful of months, there's some awful thing that happens as a result of someone being arrested on multiple warrants, says Harvey. Last year, a 24-year-old man in Jennings, another city in St. Louis County, hung himself after he couldn't get out of jail for outstanding traffic warrants. They can't get out, and they know they're not going to get out, says Harvey. In Ferguson, he explains, residents are caught in cycles of debt that stem from three main infractions, driving without insurance, driving with a suspended license, and driving without registration. Fifteen times in ten years, the number of times one Ferguson alleged defendant described being kidnapped, incarcerated, on the same 
suspended license charge. So what happens to all that cash? And Ferguson is in thousands of, of Roman venues across the country. It goes towards paying city officials. Funding city services and otherwise keeping the wheels of local corporations turning. In fact, fines and court fees are the city's second largest revenue generator. Last year, Ferguson issued three warrants every household. Three warrants for every household. There's 25,000 warrants in a city of 21,000 people. Ferguson Corporation Municipal Court demand for income fees and fines collected in 2013 grand total of 2.6 million Federal Reserve notes. 2.6 Bang, bang. Crazy. Three warrants for every household, criminalizing an entire population and turning them into revenue generating corporate slaves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this. So, in reality, the whole Mike Brown incident was basically the camel, I mean, the head that broke the camel's back. It was like something that shine that they shed light on an even bigger problem of people being molested on a daily basis in that in that um small town, correct? Yeah. Mm. And, and 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 you know Eric Gardner also, you know, is sort of like I should say the catalyst. And there was another brother that was shot in Walmart. I don't remember his name. You don't hear too much about Crawford. it. Brother Crawford in Ohio. Mm, all right. Yeah, but he was shot in Walmart for, and, and you know, that that also needs to be um, put out there as well because you have, and I just want to say one other thing, um, these corporate security guards, they're not government. They're not constitutionally sanctioned, but they do know that their days are numbered, which is why they are the ones that put in, that are out there trying to get the um, arms from the people out there because they know if you have arms, you might wake up one day and and turn your arms on them. (laughs) Get busy, right. Because everybody has a right to bear arms. Everybody has a right to protect themselves from foreign and domestic invasion. And these people are working for foreigners. They're working for a Roman corporation on this land. So. Praise. It's laid out, family. You know? front of you for everybody with eyes that shall see and ears that can hear. 
I don't know what mm-hmm. else to tell you. You know, at this particular point, we can discuss remedy because there is a way. Yeah. I think one of the most important things that um, we as a people across this nation have to do is we have to document what has happened to us in plain, blunt language, devoid of any language that implies government or, 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 you know, any sort of government employee, because they're not government and they're not government employees. They are what they say they are, municipalities, which is a Roman venue by definition. This is not Rome. They might be government, but they're not government here. So we Indeed. have to document in plain, blunt language, using right words, exactly what is happening to us. Because, you know, I went on a couple a couple years ago. I found a um, a suit that was filed in the World Court by the United States of Mexico. Everybody thinks the United States is what this place is called, that's really the United States of Al-Marat. They just dropped the Al-Marat, and they just keep using United States. Well, United States of what? But anyway, uh, the United States of Mexico put in a, a, a world complaint against the United States of America. And the most significant thing about that complaint is they had a documented violation of their national 58. It was either 53 or 58. These are documented, and I believe three of them were nationals that were murdered by these employees of the United States of America. But they had 58 documented. We have got to do the same. We've got, the first thing we have to do is we've got to document because it's cute showing up and talking, but it doesn't leave a paper trail. Indeed. Now, for the family, this out there listening, um, is there of these writs that you're speaking of? You know, can you give examples of which words they need to replace, uh, you know, with their previously held notions that they thought that, you know, the definition or the um, description of these particular people were uh, police officers? I know that Mm -hmm. you said earlier they should be replaced with you know, corporate security guards and things of that nature, mm-hmm. is there a checklist of words that, you know, need to be scrutinized in, in, in the uh, in the writs before they are submitted? And, you know, the, some people might not know about the submission process. Is there a site that, we've set, in, that we set up or email where we're collecting these, uh, these writs or these documented incidents so we could put together something um, more wide-encompassing? 
Well, um, we do have the um, violation warning that's on the RV Bay Publications website. Really what you can do with, and that actually has on there title 241, 242, and I believe 245 with the definition. So when you read it, you're really going to be blown away that, wow, you know, this is here and been waiting. And and, and the reason why uh, you can use these is because they are in harmony with the American Constitution. You know, if if these people are alleging to be government, which really are not, they're, these are private corporations. We've got to notify, for example, the Justice Department of these violations. And so that violation warning, you can, like, draft up, you can write out what you have experienced, and then you can just attach it to that document, and you can, and it has the fax number on there for sending it to the Justice Department, attention, Eric Holder. But um, you don't necessarily have to send it there. I mean, it's a good thing to do. I think collectively we all need to do that. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I haven't set up a, an email to submit it yet, and I think what I would like to do probably is to set up, like, a separate email just for that, and I, I haven't gotten it, I haven't set it up yet, because I don't want that to be confused with nothing else. And that email will just be for submissions of documented violations, um, and then we can, like, hard copy them and put them together because it doesn't really matter what the situation is. The bottom line is if your liberties have been violated, if you are being compelled under a racketeering and extortion activity, then it, you, it needs to be documented so that we can report it. And we need to, and, you know, it's been quite a challenge because we've been saying this for a couple of years now. And and, and to be quite frank, you know, what we've discovered is that it, it it's hard for people to document it. And I believe that it's hard because it was so traumatic. So one of the things that I feel is that if, if we can just get it documented one time, document where you would identify it as your um, cause of action. If you document it one time, when you going forward, if you're going to use it in either a, a, a civil suit of your own, you can rather than having to go through that mental experience again, you can just say see exhibit A. Because so it's very traumatic. It, it, you know, it, it is very it's a very traumatic experience experience and, you know, challenging to get it written down and go through all those inner emotions that you're going to go through at the same time. So it's been slow, mainly because of that reason, you know, then, you know, really, because I think if people were to just sit down in front of a computer and just start typing what you experience, don't worry about punctuation, don't worry about capitalization, don't worry about just 
type it out. Just get it out. And then you can go back and clean it up and make it pretty. But getting it out is what is most important in getting it out one time. I hope I hope that helps. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, again, family, you can find some samples of Rich, not necessarily the ones that she's talking about in particular, but to familiarize yourself with the nature of the writing and the rhythm, the rhythm of, you know, the verbiage and what have you, you can look at rvbaypublications.com, you know, study those writs, study the, uh, you know, the general nature of how they're constructed and put your thing together in accordance to that, where you're telling, you're shooting from the hip and talking about your natural uh, experiences and occurrences at the hands of these uh, Roman security force, what we call Roman gentries, you know what I'm saying? That's all they are. Yeah. You know, this is Inquisition, and uh, those are Roman gentries. I don't see what's yep. so hard for people to, to observe <laughs> when the shit kicks off, you know, that you see it for what it is, and you still can't see it. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Even the Christ had to go through this, according to your narrative. Yep. So, you know, the game never changed, but now you are in a position where you can actually do something and fight back for those that want to pick up arms. I'm not uh, in the spirit of telling people what they should or shouldn't be doing, but I also know that, you know, when you're conducting warfare, you attack for multiple ways and and angles, and, you know, you hit them where it hurts, and that's in their pocket. And um, Mm -hmm. by identifying them as a corporation, you will know exactly where and how to hit them in their pocket and they're telling you the majority of their money is being made from you not understanding or knowing that they are a corporation, okay, yeah. via all of these, uh, you know, kangaroo courts or what have you. So that's your remedy. You know, that's how you put them in check. You know what I'm saying? That's how you wash them up, you know, get to washing. Yeah, yeah. And like everything else we say, this is not for the uh the, 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 the Larry at heart. You know, this might not be a battle that you want to take up. You might get into, you know, the home at night and, and looking at postseason and checking out Bruce Jenner. Shit like be your thing, blogging about that. You know, comfortable in your slave status. But for those that are caught up in their emotions and their feelings and they can't take it no more. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you don't want to run outside and do battle with these Romans hand in hand. Engage them in this venue. Put your pen to paper and let that emotion mm-hmm. go into that. You know? Yeah. They said, hit them where it hurts. Put it, make it a matter of public record. And let's create a paper trail. And let's bury them in paperwork. You know? And we ain't taking nothing off the table. We could exercise all that other stuff you're talking about. You feel me? <laughs> but let's set a precedent. You know, let's leave a, leave a historical record of why and what we do, why we do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And let other people who know nothing about what it is that we're talking about benefit from this information, from this archived information 
by making it a pat. Uh, uh, if 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 this goes viral like the uh, Bruce Jenner interview, imagine the instantaneous change that could take place if people would only see the situation and the condition that they're in, and it's very see-through at this point. So guess what? They're going to turn it up to distract you even more so. They're going to edge you on so you jump out there and they can call in National Guard and this, that, and the other and really lock off your ability to get remedy by going to these, uh, you know, these courts, quote-unquote. So uh, it's kind of, well, it's not necessarily early. It's 11.48. We can gear up to go to the callers and take some calls if you have nothing else to add in regards to, um, you know, building your case? Nope. That, that, you know what, if, if people just sit down and write what, what they experience, you know, don't, like I said, don't worry about the punctuations and, and, and everything, just write it. It, 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 it will be, it will be so much, there's going to be a certain level of healing that goes on for that individual just to get it out. And then yeah, you don't the have to address it again. That's Indeed. the most important thing. Yes, writing is definitely a healing process, family. Getting it out of your system, putting it in mm-hmm. front of you. You know, you literally put it behind you by putting it in front of you. Um, but that also becomes your boomerang that you're holding behind you that you're going to throw forward that's going to ping them upside the head and, you know, return to you gallantly mm-hmm. victory. So see it as such. All right, so we're going to go to these callers and get the people's comments, questions, or concerns pertaining what was set forth on this evening. All right, family, we trust that you will come forward with some very intelligent questions if you have anything left that is to be questioned. You know what I'm saying? So please press 1 at this time. Any questions, comments, or concerns from the family, we're going to go first to the 917-535 caller from the 917-535. Peace to you and yours. Greetings. Greetings, peace. The Notalized Radio, Red and Blue. Sister Anaida L. Peace, peace. I don't have any questions. I just wanted to thank her on the great presentation. And I was just listening in. Absolutely. All right. Do you have any observations on what you heard this evening? Like, how does it make you feel as melanated man in this particular country that has been inundated by countless stories of, you know, our abuse at the hands of what they erroneously refer to as quote-unquote police officers? Well, I think it's a remedy that needs to be pursued by us vigorously and that we need to move forward as people are always asking for remedies and solutions and this is a solution that's viable and something that everyone can partake in. So I think they should move forward with it. That's right. 
Well, definitely. Thank you for the observation. We can't ask for anything else. All right. You're welcome. All right. Peace. Give thanks. Peace. All right. Take a trip to the 862-862-754-862. Peace. Caller from the eight six two seven five four. You are on air live. Face. All right. I'm gonna mute that phone. We're gonna take it down to the three one four six nine five. I believe this is a Missouri area code. Caller from the three one four six nine five. PCU and yours. Ah, PCU and Excuse me. Greetings. Hello? Can you hear me? Peace. Yes, we can. Hi. Hi. Yes. Um, my name is uh, Deisha. Deisha Polk. I got wind of Peace. the show tonight via Facebook, and I had to tune in. <laughs> I had to tune in. Thank you. Wow. Was my, my first email. Yeah. Are you a resident of Missouri? I am. Okay. Ferguson, by any chance? I actually, I actually lived in the area where the shooting happened um, in 2009. Okay. And so uh, I'm very familiar with the area. It's one of those kind of... Uh, busy, busy metro areas that people travel through often. So it's like kind of synonymous with uh, another area like Natural Bridge and Hughes Highway or um, Grand and Martin Luther King. It's one of those kind of areas where it's heavily trafficked, especially by melanated people. Right. Um, but yeah, I uh, at her words, at, at what at what she described and how it all kind of came together. Wow, but it makes you sick. <laughs> I'm sorry, it makes you sick when you when the realization sits in that this is how uh, people have been praying off of your community, people that you love, that you respect, and and that you uh, that you honor. It's sick. It's a sick system. Yes, indeed. Yes, yeah, you know, it turns your stomach once you really realize what's been taking place and all of the energy that we've given it, you know, and the actual brashness, you know what I'm saying, the um, the arrogance that they've had in the face of it all, you know what I'm saying? And I ignorant. Standing up there like, yeah, they couldn't could possibly be doing any wrong. Yes, they are. Yeah, literally how, how laughing you, all the way to the bank, you know. I, I want to ask you, how do you, um, how do you absorb this information and not get into your feelings? How, how do you, how do you begin to separate yourself from the emotions that well up when you, when you realize that this is what's going on? Sister Anna E? Um, well, you know, becoming emotional 
is really not productive. So, you, you know, you have to look long-term at what your objective is. If if, if you are setting a, a, a goal and your intent is to be productive and have a productive outcome, then you're going to have to fun, you're going to have to look at this not from your uh, the perspective of emotions or feelings which is why you know it's it's imperative that people know law the law that we speak of is the American Constitution 1791 because that's the only law on this land but if people don't know what law is and they think the statute, ordinance, or code is is the law, then, you know, just like with anything, um, if you don't know how to count money and you go to the store, chances are somebody's going to try and steal from you. So, you know, you have to come up with, a, with, a, with a, an effective strategy so that does not happen again. And it's really not emotional. It's just good thinking. Mm. Okay. And what about you, brother? With me, I take this um, information and, you know, it's, it's, it's like, you know, you're sitting there, you're just sharpening your sword on that piece of stone and you're making it sharper and sharper. I know that the day will come very shortly, get fed up that they want to actually do something about it, mm-hmm. you know. So I have this unbridled sense of optimism that victory is always ours, you know what I'm saying? That's how I was raised. I was taught that, you know, I'm I'm, I'm not a loser. I don't come from a loser people, but there is adversity on this planet that we have to overcome, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to increase as I get older, but I will be victorious in the end. You know, they gave me that Luke Skywalker speech as a youth. So, you know, I know that we're up against something that looks like a monstrosity, but it's hiding behind that cloak like the Wizard of Oz. And the Mm -hmm. only thing that we have to do is open our eyes. So the day will come when, you know, more people than just the people on this phone call are going to catch on to this information and they're going to see the benefit in undoing where has appeared to be tightly wound by just, you know, unwinding it and undoing it, and it's going to fall, will be, you know, in place to restore that thing that we're talking about, you know what I'm saying, that divine rulership that can only come from us. So, you know, that's how I absorb these particular situations and say that, I've never been in a situation where the solution isn't always present. You know what I'm saying? That's unnormal. That's not natural. But you might have to dig through the muck and the mire to get there. But I know that it's always there. So when I find it, I'm elated. I just want people to move and act on it so we can start, you know, putting the W's in the victory column and feel so much more sure about ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, because if 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 I looked at everything as a loss and I looked at that loss as, you know, lasting and unreversible, 
then yeah, I would be buried by this information. I would be under the floor already. You know what I'm saying? Um, I had my own incident where eight officers jumped on me and tried to put me in a chokehold seven years ago. You know, I could have been psychologically damaged from that to a degree where every time I see police or hear sirens, you know, I, I fall into a, a catacomic state and, and just start going through fits of, of, of fear and what have you. But it was quite the reverse. You know, I felt how afraid they were in a situation like that because they had no power over me. And then I defeated them and, you know, what what they call quote-unquote court. And that judicial venue, by just going in there with a changed spirit about who I was and who they were, you know, I no, no lawyer ever showed up for me quote-unquote, you know, the officer or the uh, security, um, Roman security gentry, he never even showed up. You know what I'm saying? I just went in there with a whole different spirit, and I just mm-hmm. walked through the situation. So that's the spirit that I walk with. You know what I mean? I know that their, what do you call it, you know, their fear or their determination to still for me was rightfully mine does not outweigh my determination to hold on to that thing. You know what I'm saying? That life, that light. So I don't give them that level of respect. You know, we're not equals. And that's how I move through the world. You know, humble at the same time, but you know, I don't I don't I don't buy into the false illusion that they try to cast on the masses. Because I've already seen them on multiple levels for exactly who they are. And they are fictitious. When you get into the, uh, you know, what we're referring to as the courts, once you get into the paperwork, you'll see. You know what I'm saying? They're hiding behind the paperwork. But when you expose them <laughs> and you got them, you shut them down. Right. And through my life, I've seen them. You know, I was, I was in the streets early in my life, so I went through. 14, 15 years of going back and forth in the court system, seeing people get washed, you know, football numbers, the whole business. You know, I remember when I got sent to time of Virginia in 95, they went to the uh, new law, what they call truth and sentencing. They had 19-year-olds coming in there getting 35 years for a sale, two sales of crack cocaine, dime pieces, 35 years. You got to bring 85% of that to the door. Those brothers are probably right now in a 20th year with 15 to go. You know what I'm saying? So I've seen them do demonic things in regards to creating bonds on our brothers and sisters and putting them into that slavery slash plantation system. So I know the ferociousness that they're willing to go to to capture, you know, said people and put them in these systems. So I know if you come in with something, and it don't work, they're going to roll over you, you know? They're going to put you under the jail. But I have seen enough of proper demonstrations to know when you got your thing together and you have your spirit in the right place, oh, nah, you're going to slay the dragon, and they go running like roaches when you turn the lights on. So that's the only way that we're able to do what we do. I would like to uh, to thank you for the invitation. 
for coming onto the show and listening in on uh, such valuable information. I want to definitely say thank you for attending. And, you know, we would ask that you share this information, you know what I'm saying, with people to. that reside in your communities, your, your, your family, your loved ones, and especially the family over in Ferguson, so this information could get to the Brown family, you know what I'm saying? So, because I know her spirit, she'll boss up on this info once you get it, you know? It's, I don't even want to see us. You know what? I, would, I, I, uh, I hope that I've written down enough of what was said tonight to be able to make a proper recommendation. Is there any way I can leave my email? Indeed. Hello? My info? Yes, indeed. Yeah. Because I, I, I would like that Sister a lot. Anna, um, uh, Sister Anna E., can you give me your email? Oh, sure. It's um, MHHS, eyes wide open, at gmail.com. Could you repeat that for me one last time? Just make sure I have it correct. M as in Michael, H as in Harry, H as in Henry, S as in Sam, eyes wide open. And that's at gmail.com. Let her know as well that there's a blog talk show that she could go into archives and um, check out the information as well as the website. I'm sorry, can you repeat that again? Hello? What happened? Hello? I was uh, no, I was... emailing my phone. Was there something else that? Yes. I was um, saying to Sister Anna E., can you let her know about the um, blog talk show that you have on Tuesdays and also the website that oh, um, either she can go to or the family that's listening to the show, RV Bay Publications, for further uh, research? Yes. We have the... Um... Tuesday broadcast principles of nationality and action, which comes on the MHHS Eyes Wide Open Blog Talk Radio Show. That's at 9:30, and then the uh, third Thursday of the month, we have the Sons of Allah, which which broadcasts at 9 p.m. And then the second or third. Sunday of the month, we have Sisters Standing on Law, which is at 1 p.m. And you can go to rbbaypublications.com, and that's um, that's on there as well. You can find those, those shows um, listed on there at the time. And as well as there's a host of information on Harvey Bay Publications you know, that can assist people, inform people, educate people on all manner of lawful things. Indeed. Thank you, Carla. Thank you, Carla. All right. We appreciate you. Okay, we're going to go to the... uh, 
See, we got a lot of hands up. Let's go to the 410-444. I believe this is B more. 410-444. Caller. Peace. Islam and peace. How are you, beloved KTL? Islam. Mother Anaid, Islam. Um, Islam. Islam, mother. Um, usually, I, you know, I'm usually really, really, really pumped and psyched up, but um, I wanted to call on a serious note because... Of course, uh, once again, I am Hassan Gaziel Bay near corporate Baltimore at Northwestern Maxim. Um, it's, of course, as you were saying earlier, yeah, it's 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 different. Uh, it's an experience to see uh, people marching, um, and now understanding, inner and overstanding, that. It is verily important to really dig into the word. Um, everybody out there, more family, it's not a game. Like when the sisters, the mothers are telling you to check the blog talk, telling you to sit there with your Black's Law Dictionary, referencing which websites to go to. I'm going to be very honest. I don't have the fastest Internet connection, but I do the best that I can do. And I just kind of wanted to add and share for those that may not, you know, have a a, a, a foundation as far as uh, how important the Constitution is, if y'all will allow me um, to briefly read from this encyclopedia has been in my family since I was about 11. It's been about uh, 20 years. Grolier Family uh, Encyclopedia, uh, copyright 1994. Um, and it, it's uh, on the page 209. It says, Constitution of the United States. Now, I have, uh, thankfully, uh, and, you know, all praise uh, due to Allah uh, for Prophet Noble Drew Ali, as, as, as well as Mother Anna E., uh, Mother's uh, Rosmariah V. Bay. I mean, so so much gratitude. Um, it is it is ridiculous, but uh, this is what I wanted to share so that I'm not emotional. <laughs> uh, I want to be able to honorably state uh, the genesis of the Constitution. The first Constitution of the United States was the Article of Confederations rat- ratified in 1781. And yes, on a uh, sister standing on law, the mothers do touch on, the, um, I believe, touch on these articles as well as 1643. I believe we started out with my, uh, Mother Anna Eid Islam. If I'm wrong, may you correct me, please? Islam? I'm here. I'm here. I was just trying to unmute my phone. Islam, that's. I mean, that's understandable. I, I've heard that plenty of times on other broadcasts. I'm sorry, yeah, but I was saying. Uh, we did go over the 1643 Articles of Confederation, which was not sanctioned by the um, Congress. Absolutely. If if I may continue, please. Absolutely. Please. All right. Um. So, uh, once again, a Grolier Family Encyclopedia, copyright 1994. It is uh, pretty colorable. Um, but the first constitution of the United States was the Article of Confederations, ratified in 1781. Because this document left too much sovereignty to the states, it was effective as an instrument of government. Some leaders felt that the individual states suffered uh, economically from the lack of a strong central authority, uh, semicolon. Commercial barriers between the states seemed uh, particularly wondrous. Um, they also felt that the lack of unity among the states 
was causing serious problems in international relations and the defense of the nation. The weakness of the central government was dramatized by such events of Shays' Rebellion, 1786 through 87 in Western Massachusetts. And it goes on and on and on and on, to be very honest with you. I'm, I'm just cutting it there a, a little bit. I mean, I, I could read on more, but I just wanted to bring to the attention that it's called the genesis of the Constitution, as if it's, like, definitely explaining, like, where the, like, not only just the, the, the spirit, because as the mothers have, said before in many broadcasts is one of the most spiritual documents the u.s constitution and when we really start you know i'm gonna speak for myself put our pride to the side and really dig into like certain like definitions like i don't looked up the word color so much i remember that it's on black's law dictionary fourth edition page 331 like and i'm not even looking at it like you know all praise due to a law for that but i'm just saying like i'm really digging into stuff like that because I'm telling brothers and sisters here near uh, corporate Baltimore really what's important. And as I stated in the chat room, um, <laughs> yeah, um, it's very few getting it. Um, but I um, I believe it was even Mother Anna Eid or Ross Mariah said on a previous uh, broadcast, sometimes you feel like you're the only one in your family that wake up. And I'm saying that as humbly as possible, but I can actually see how important things are when you guys are saying, like our brother Taj, Tariq Bey, when he's like, check the etymon of the words, which is the etymology, its origin, its chronology, when it was attested into the English language, um, uh, checking the uh, 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 matrix, which is the, the, the womb of words, the part of speech. And, and when you really start looking at these things and then going to analyze these documents that the mothers are telling us, Moabite, more nation, to go and not play with these things and really read. Not sight read. Not sight read. I'm telling you. Yeah, you know what I mean? And, 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 I, and I feel the energy when y'all say, like, <laughs> don't be emotional because we know uh, uh, Mother Anita, I'm, I'm a cancer, so I'm, I'm, I'm a water sign. So I got to be firm right. and make sure I study things right. So I'm not volatile. Indeed. So 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 Same I look at this as Scorpios, a remedy. Yeah. <laughs> Words, Scorpios, Pisces, and Cancers, right, brother Islam. Yeah. As above, so below. So we need a little bit of earth to keep us grounded. <laughs> um, indeed. Um, but um, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm gonna get off my soapbox because, uh, as well as being a Cancer, I can be very verbose, and um, I don't want to take up all the time. Um, I see we have like 2:45 left in the three-hour broadcast. When I'm looking at my computer, so I'm going to yield the floor. But thank you very much. And um, yes, I was a victim uh, formerly of that whole um, human trafficking situation that they fraudulently called child support, um, and that is what put the, for lack of better words, part of my French flame up under my ass <laughs> to really dig into what the prophet was saying and really because I've been to other schools of thoughts and nothing has been as liberating as um, the Moorish heritage and history school. I want to make sure I say that again. Moors heritage and history school. Even if I can't make it to 125th and 5th, I'm logging on. Thank you so much. I will continue studying my writs Indeed. on the way. Islam family. Islam. Um. 
Yes. Make sure that you record your your story, your history as well. You know what I'm saying? And submit it. All right. All right. And share with the fellow Moors out there in Baltimore that we send our love, our light, our protection, and our prayers. Yeah. All right. Wow. But we need them to get this information as well, so they can storm up in those uh kangaroo courts and put those usurpers out. Peace. Peace. Let's go to the uh, another one. Let's go to the 205-253 puller on the 205-253. Peace to you and yours. Peace to Islam, Islam family. This is New Najee Il. Islam. Can y'all hear me? Islam. Loud and clear. I just wanted to, uh, first off, thank you guys for doing this powerful and, and always on time work that you all do. Um, I've, I check you guys out on the regular, so, you know, just keep doing your thing. I'm bringing you all peace from uh, the Morris Directory director, directly and uh, to let the people know that um, there is a resource in addition to, to what we've got going on. Uh, at this current moment, and we just released the uh, first version of the mobile app, so you can go to the website and actually download that for yourself. Uh, but as far as for the people, and essentially for the, uh, the, er- the earlier caller who asked about how to separate the emotions, um, as you're studying things, I think it's, in- it's important, like you guys said, to realize that working off of emotion doesn't get anything done, and that once you once you study a little bit, and and you get it solidified in your mind who you are, and you start to go back to that ancient mindset of your of your foremothers and forefathers. Uh, the energy picks up, the the speech picks up, the studying picks up, and everything begins to fall into place once you are sincere in what it is that you're trying to do. So with that, I yield the floor and I say Islam, Islam, and peace and love. Islamism. One more time, please. Let's get the uh, website where that app is available. Uh, MoorishDirectory.com. So www.m-o-o-r-i-s-h directory.com. And we've yes, got indeed. free business listings and all of that good stuff. So if you've got a small business in your local area, uh, please send us your information and your graphics. We'll get that up as soon as possible. Okay. Islam. Peace. Islam. Peace. Okay, let us go to caller from the eight six zero. Caller from eight six zero two one two. Peace to you and yours. Welcome to KTL Radio. Greetings, yes. peace. Yes. Well, one question I have for the sister tonight. Um, in regards to um confronting the law enforcement, what is it if a person is found in a situation? At times they try and get like um I guess the badge number. Besides the name of the officer and this um so called what they call um roaming soldier if you wanna call them, refuse to, you know, give out, you know, or try to cover up by holding their hand over their badge and number. What does a person do in regards to that situation? The head of the um 
corporate security is the chief. Corporate security, they call him the chief of police. You can't get their names, you go after him. Okay. Well, actually, he should be included whether you get their 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 names or not. So normally you, when, when you confront and then a scenario comes, you, you have to ask, say, that I should ask to speak to their supervisor? You don't need to ask to speak to anybody. You you just need to be. Um, you see, one of the one of the things that they don't they they got us out of doing is memorizing things. So you don't. Your objective is to you know be as neutral as possible, get away from these people as quickly as possible. Because once you get away from these people, that's when you're going to document everything you saw and, and everything that was from that information that you're going to put in your civil suit. Okay. Now, what do you mean have by... to practice, you know, making, um, paying attention to little things like, okay, if, he, if he's covering up his badge... You can um, pay attention to, you know, what color was his hair, what color was his eyes. I mean, they do the same thing to us. What color was his hair, his hair, or, or, or fur? What color was his eyes? Um, what 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 height do you think he was? Do you have any distinguishing marks? Many of these corporate security guards, they have tattoos on them, so you know they have distinguishing marks. What what was the um, number on the cruiser that he was driving? <clears throat> All of these things you can document, um, and and you can describe their features, and you can identify them as someone who was demanding your private information and refused to uh, disclose who exactly they were. So they're a complete stranger just accosting you on the road, which is exactly what they are. Whether they uh, display a name badge or not. You don't know them. They didn't identify who they are. Okay. If you don't count them as your friend, then they're a complete stranger. Mm-hmm. So what do you mean by neutral? But uh, when I say neutral, you're not challenging these people. You got you know, one of the things that I know is that these corporate security guards, they are some of the most uninformed people, and that's putting it nicely. So you're challenging them, and they are uninformed, is not going to do anything but irritate them. Then you get into a pissing contest that's not necessary. Then, you know, you're held or detained longer, and then, you know, because they got to flex their muscles, now they might want to throw you in prison when, you know, if you just remain neutral and not volunteer any information, they probably will go away. Reaction, they don't normally get. 
Mm. Yeah, I mean, okay. you know, what you're talking about requires a level of heart on people's part that they just haven't necessarily um, been endowed with as of yet. They kind of look at these, uh, you know, Roman soldiers as a terrifying force, and they're like, oh, my God, they're going to pull me out of my conveyance if, you know, I don't, you know what I'm saying? So through fear, people start showing them baby pictures and everything. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they start chalking up credit card information, all that, you know. So, you know, you, you, you have to develop a level of a psychology in your mind where you know who and what you're dealing with and you have to find the ways and means to deal with them appropriately in that venue, you know, like she said, don't engage. You gotta stand on your square. I see, I see. Okay, okay, okay. Um well you know, David but, well, but be well studied, you know. Be well studied in the process. You feel me? Yeah. Um but, you know, any other laws or questions I, I, that came to mind on that, nothing really particular, but uh, that, that part is answered to a degree. So no, that's the only question I feel I have, I have to ask. Thank you, um, sister. Um, you have a Facebook page? I'm sorry, what? You have a Facebook page or email? Uh, I don't, but the MHHS Eyes Wide Open Facebook page, mm-hmm. that an open page to the public. Okay. Let me let me let me look that up. Um it's what's called IMS? M as in Mary, H is in Harry, H is in Henry, S is in Sam, eyes wide open. Okay. Say one more time. M is in Mary. H is in Harry. Okay. H is in Henry. S is in Sam. Eyes wide open. That's it. Alright. Alright. Alright, thank you. I appreciate it. All right. And listen to this. And, uh, yes, indeed. Thank you, Paula. Peace. We're going to go to Carolina's call up from 704-281. Family, before I open up this line, we have two minutes remaining to the live stream. If you want to continue with us, we do have a few more hands up. Uh, 347-637-2135 is the call-in number. I'm going to repeat that one more time. 347 347- Six three seven two one three five. Call in, join us as we venture past the uh, twelve thirty mark. We're just going to get the remaining callers and then call it a night. All right. So let's go to the seven zero four two eight one caller. Peace. Peace, brothers. Peace, red, blue, sister. Greetings. All right. Uh, I I wanted to ask a question. It's sort of a comment and a question to the regards of um, the talking about the municipal corporation. And um, I also have a Black's Law Dictionary, and I have the Ninth Edition. And uh, I looked up the definition of the municipal, the municipal corporation. Next time I looked up the definition, I also looked up if it has two or three words. I look at the second word as well, so I look at corporation. And basically, when I'm reading, all I see is um, 
a fictitious corporation. Everything about it to me reads and screams fictitious. So here you're dealing with these officers of the so-called uh, officers, and I do believe between uh, law enforcement and police officers. So we are is is something wrong with his phone? Hello? 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 Yeah, it sounds like his phone is breaking up on my side. Is is it the same on yours? Can you hear him clearly? I I can't hardly make out his, what he's saying. But uh, I did hear him say he was reading from the ninth edition, Black's Law. Yes. <clears throat> Anything... We we only advised the fourth edition. After uh-huh. the fourth edition, they started altering the, the the case laws and the definitions. Okay. Okay. That's understood. But what what I wanted to ask was um, when we are encountered, uh, as you explained to the last brother, when we are encountered by the uh, police officers. And uh, what I was just saying was when I was breaking up was I know the difference between a police officer and law enforcement. And I know that a police officer only has um, a certain amount of statutes of limitations to where they could uh, detain or enforce the law upon um, a citizen or a so-called citizen. Well, Well, first of all, your language is absolutely out of order. It is. A police, there is no such thing as a police and an officer. Okay. A police is hired, an officer is elected. Okay. The police and the so-called in law enforcement mm-hmm. is one and the same. Only thing is they're not enforcing law. They are enforcing private policy. Okay. <clears throat> and you got to know that when you're talking because if you slip up talking to them like you slipping up talking to me, they're going to know you don't know nothing. Okay. And they're going to handle you accordingly. All right. Okay, so basically what I'm trying to ask is how do we go about um, distinguishing or differentiating the two because uh, what what I was getting from what you were saying was that one of them is fake and one of them are, like one of them are hired or voted in or elected and the other one is just, you know. No, no. What she's saying no. is that the, the combination of those words Mm-hmm. is a uh, a false definition within itself because there are contradictory terms. So how okay. can it ever be a, such a thing called a police officer if mm-hmm. police is appointed and officer is something that's voted in? So okay. the concept within itself, you got to just change your whole conceptual idea mm-hmm. of who and what these people are. Okay. And it's very okay. hard to, you know, that's that's the whole concept of the matrix. You're going to have to pop the red pill and divorce yourself okay. from, you know, what we have been taught in regards to who and what these people are and seeing them for what they are. And once you can start seeing them for who and what they are, 
then your whole attitude towards them will change, and their attitude towards you will change because now you are mentally contracted into this false reality that you see them as law enforcement, and you feel what they're enforcing is actually lawful, which means that you think that they're real, which you're giving them power. I've been reading the wrong information. That's what I'm being told now. (laughs) (laughs) Don't feel bad. Many of us have been given the wrong information if we've been given information at all. Mhm. Well, I haven't really. There's nobody that's came up to me and say you do this and you do that. I've just been going off of the lead. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and trying well, let me to ask do you my this. own research. Right. Did you hear the entire program in its entirety? Let's be honest. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Okay. I yeah. called in about. I, I definitely. Yeah. I called in about uh, 10:45. So it's I didn't good, really hear the whole thing. Yeah. I just want you to go back into the archive and, you know, digest the program in its entirety because she pretty much gave you the step-by-step of how to, you know, um, unlatch those hooks, you know what I'm saying, that we have. You know, think about, you remember how they used to teach us in in the uh, public school system about Gulliver's Travel? Mm Mm-hmm and they had Gulliver hinged down by those straps, you know, held by the little screws and hooks and what have you. Uh-huh. You know, once you start unhinging those little screws and those little hooks, and then the wire starts popping off, you know, the giant is free. You know, it's free to stretch his legs and stand up tall and, and stop being horizontal all of his life and actually see what, what being vertical feels like. You know what I'm saying? This is okay. the raising of power and a bit from that shallow grave. It's the information, all right? So they have us mentally enslaved by the information. Our minds are strapped into this false reality, you know? And um, once we start removing those straps, you know, we could free our minds up to see this thing for what it is, and we can feel what, you know, looking out of our real eyes feels like. And, and You feel me? Okay. I understand. Get that 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 fresh oxygen that you know comes when you start dealing with your vertical as opposed to your uh, horizontal. So check the whole program out, you know what I mean. And if you have any questions, you can call back and holler at us. You can go to the sisters blog talk show. You can hit up the website. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of okay. different um yeah. I written ways I written down out. her information from the last caller, so I would definitely okay, be okay. emailing her about some further information if I have any questions. Yeah, absolutely. All but right. I want to say good thanks, thank brother. You. Indeed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Peace. All right. Thank you, sister. All right. Peace. Peace. All right. I'm going um, to go to the A. Call it from the 404-988. Call it from the 404-PCU. Peace. Peace. My name is Liz, and I am so happy that I tuned in to you guys tonight. Um. For quite some time now, I've been gathering a whole bunch of information, and it's so overwhelming, and it's just so many lies, so many things that, you know, I didn't know that our people just don't know. It's Mm -hmm. mind-boggling. And on a daily basis, I'm I'm literally learning something else that they've done, something else that, you know, it's, it's 
Like, how do I figure it out? Like, what do I do? How am I going to help others? And it's so many of us, are, we're so caught up into society, the entertainment, the money, and, you know, mm-hmm. romance, all this stuff. And you can't see the picture with all that stuff. And right. as you brother said earlier, people are tuning into Bruce Jenner. Who gives us two pieces of rock <laughs> about him? I mean, I could care less about somebody who want to change their sex. You know, but you, right. society is caught up in all that stuff, and that's how they are it's blinding compelling. us on a daily basis. <laughs> and it's like nobody sees this. And as somebody else said earlier, you feel like you're the only person in your family that's seeing stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. literally, I feel like I'm in a movie. What is that movie? They are here where the guys put on the shades and oh, it goes, yeah. oh, <laughs> oh, they go, oh, they live, yeah. Got the and, they and, live shades on. Exactly, and I feel just like that. And it's like when you talk to people about this stuff, they look at you like you're freaking crazy, like you just got too much time on your hand. But it's just when your mind is not distracted, you can and hear everything, and you take in what's go- what's going on. Like everything that you guys said tonight, I promise you, I have a movie that goes with it, and I said, yep, that's right. Like, sister, you said tonight about how um, cops don't have no information. I watch CSI, Force for First 48. They have nothing until that person talks. Yep. If that nothing. person does not talk, they have no information. And I'm looking, I'm like, why are they saying anything? They have no information. But mm-hmm. people just don't understand the law. I myself don't understand the law, but I'm learning it little by little. Um, I listen to a couple of other talk shows on blog talk and I mean the information is just powerful and I'm trying to spread as much as I can and I just want to thank you guys for this, this tonight I mean you know certain times you know I say people say you are put in a situation at a certain time and place and I just have Indeed. to be at the right at the right time and I just want to say thank you guys I'm going to Look up all this information. I've got. I got to invest in this Black Law Dictionary because I hear people talking about it all the time. And fourth I just edition. fourth edition. Fourth edition. Make sure it's the fourth edition. And before you, you go, I just want to say one thing because you know a lot of us we really do think that we don't know law, but we do. Mm-hmm. 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 Law yeah. is simply common sense. That's all it is. It's common sense. It is. And mm-hmm. you know Absolutely. when you, everybody, if we really look deep within us, you know when something was not right. Right, now, absolutely. Right. And the, and the only difference is, for example, if you if you was in, for example, I don't know if they had Macy's, but Macy's to me I think is everywhere. But it, if, you were, if you were in a Macy's department store, and one of their corporate security guards tackled you to the floor, you would absolutely know what to do. Right. Right. When these corporations, when these corporate security guards for these corporations that disguise themselves as, they're really not disguising themselves, when they call themselves county, city, town, township, and borough because we've been conditioned to believe that they are government, we mm-hmm. do not, in truth, they're just a corporation. So That's like, it. But once we've been conditioned to not know what to do when the same exact treatment is delivered by one of their corporate security guards. That's right. 
That's true. That's true. That's the disconnect and, of common sense. You're right. You're absolutely right. And I want to add one more thing to what you what you guys were saying too tonight is that yes, we have to hit them in the pocket. Um, for a while, I was thinking, okay, if everybody just get the necessities, but now I realize you guys are absolutely right. We have to hit them in the police, well, in their force, in their corporation. We have to get our young brothers and sisters to understand you have to know the law because mm-hmm. once you know, they know they can't mess with you. They can't mess with you. And light them up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's One right. more thing I want to say, too, a lot of people are not aware about the billions behind bars. I watched that, and I was just so blown away with all these prison systems that they're um, building for revenue. I mean, it was this yeah. one town, I can't think of the name of it, but it was the one town, they just knew they was going to rack up on prisoners, and to this day, they have no prisoners. They have no prisoners. Hmm. All because they was looking at the other townships and they thought well we better jump in the game too we better get on the bandwagon and they have no prisoners and you know it's it's sad it's it's really sad that they use this type of system to make money when it's so many mm-hmm. other ways other than you know keeping people down so i just want to tell you guys thank you y'all guys are doing a great job i'm glad i tuned in tonight i'm gonna go to you guys archive and just you know listen because i mean i mean this is Indeed. just powerful stuff very All powerful. Right. Thank, you. Thank you for answering my call. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your energy. Peace. Thank you. Peace. Okay, we're going to take our last call for the evening. This is a caller from the 862-762-754. Peace to you and yours. Welcome to Nodal Edge Radio. <laughs> okay, that's when you know that. But that's a good thing. You know, you know yeah, the meal, the meal was fortified. Right yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The meal was fortified. It gave his brother the itis. <laughs> Knocked him right on out. You know, he's in the uh, astral plane <laughs> downloading this info, seeing himself gallantly doing battle with the dragon. You know what I'm saying? So I put his phone on mute. You know, it's going right into the subcon where it needs to be. Yeah. All right, we do have another hand up, though. Somebody came through to salvage the last call. Uh, <laughs> call it for the, the last call distinction. Call it from the 703-593. We're not going to end on a snore. Peace. Uh, call from the 703. Are you there? Greetings from the seven oh three family. Are you there? Nine five uh five nine three. All right. All right. I don't know why they just put their hands up. But um I just want to double check this last call. It's a nine five one six six five. I do not know if I bring this line up yet. I'm not sure, so I just want to double check. Call it from the nine five one six sixty five. Peace. Are you there? Greetings. Yes, I'm here. Islam. 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 Did I open up your line yet? Yeah, it's open. You know what I'm saying? 
Is this is this the first time that I opened it up? Yes, yes. I've been listening in for about uh oh, forty five minutes now. Cool. You're gonna take us out then. Peace. Welcome. Yes, yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me on the show. Absolutely. But um, I wanted I wanted you to um to explain to the people because I have a lot of people coming at me talking about do you think claiming your nationality will keep you from getting shot? What makes this so great? What makes this so grand that you're giving all this information to us? How is this going to stop them? Can you just explain to the people that's listening out there the importance, the importance of uh, claiming your nationality and removing yourself from their jurisdiction? Because I've got a lot of people out here just really kind of confused about what I'm telling them, and I'm giving it, I'm giving it to them straight basically telling them to stop calling themselves black, Negro, whatever they think they are, and claim their nationality and remove themselves from the system. So I wanted wanted you to just elaborate on that and just send a message out to the people and let them know how important this is, Islam. Um, All right. Um, Well, first of all, black in law means um, dead. And it also means ineligible to inherit. Negro right. is actually referencing the Yaver Negro chimpanzee, which is not right. any of the more. Colored actually denotes nothing, which leaves you without any type of protection. And of course, African, uh, African. References a continent and, and and America references a continent. The exactly. important and <clears throat> when you declare your nationality, it determines if the first once you once they know that you have a nationality, in order for them to engage with you, they have to for then first go and find if there is a treaty agreement between the two nations. If there is no treaty agreement, as there would be no treaty agreement with uh, anything that is calling itself black, Negro, colored, African American, because those things denote fiction. They don't exist. Right. So at law, you have no protection. There is no treaty. Law is treaty. As a more... Um, you, your your protection is embodied in the Treaty of Peace and Friendship of 1786. That would be the treaty between the uh, the moors of this land and the United States of America, which can which can encompasses the modern Europeans who came over here on the ships <laughs> out of the prisons of Great Britain. And and because and and they worked, they worked in these companies because they were initially established these, these states. Pre, before they were called states, they were colonies, and before that, they were companies. So these Europeans worked in this company. So, mm-hmm. and those companies are called county, city, town, township, boroughs, and states. Today, so now if you don't declare your nationality, 
you are in essence saying that you are an employee of Great Britain and the law that applies to you is English law. And if you look up statutes, it references merchant statute, which is English law. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's imperative that the people declare their nationality so you are not treated as though you are merchandise. Right, right. Hence, uh, Michael uh, Michael Brown, uh, Trayvon Martin, uh, and, and all the others that have been mowed down like grass. And I tell them that. I said, don't you understand why there's no justice? You have uh, the parents of Mike Brown. I think that's the parents of Mike Brown. They're trying to sue Ferguson right now, I believe. Uh, is that right? Correct. Right, right. And um, they don't understand that they're not going to give you justice at all. It's just going to fall right in front of their faces, and um, people are playing it up to the hills. They just, oh, yeah, they're going to do a great thing. They're Sewer Ferguson, and uh, they're going to get justice, and I keep telling them. And I'm just tired of telling them. It's like it's a, uh, I'm feeling like Taj. It's, it's forever frustrating trying to get our people to understand this. And what I came to a realization is um, um, a lot of people are not going to accept this, and a lot of people are not going to make it out. I think I just that's, really that's came correct. to They're not going to make because they don't want to make it out. They've been cradled so much in the crib. they just like, no, nah, we like this. Oh, they're taking care of us. Masks are good. Oh, what you talking about? We don't want to hear that. Well, they did yeah. say in the Matrix that once being gets past a certain point, they don't try to unhook them from the matrix. That's right. And there's nothing right. different going on here. And 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 it and it may seem as though it is very discouraging, but really it's not because everything that happens, it absolutely happens for a reason. There are no accidents. Uh, and everybody, believe it or not. Everybody agreed to the experiences that they are having. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's not an accident. There's nothing, there is no reason to get discouraged. Everything is happening exactly as it ought to. Yes, yes, I had the, said that before. Uh, I think that... Um, yeah, and also what you're asking us is people's response to saying, how is you declaring nationality going to stop you from randomly being gunned down in these streets? And the Europeans are not mm-hmm. stopping and asking you to see ID, you know what I'm saying, before they discharge their, uh, uh, you know, pistols or what have you. And it's just a, a lynch mob mentality out here. And you Negroes is crazy. You better pick some guns up if you know what's good for you. Is is that what you're right. talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I said, the the rah rah talking all that. Yeah, yeah. These would be the first people that are front line talking about we ain't getting no justice. You know what I'm saying? So how do you seek remedy in this country? Their first response is to do what? File suit, march, protest, or look for somebody to catch a quote unquote charge and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to them and they're going to their venues for justice anyway, then we're telling you to take a different approach 
and unhinge yourself from these brands so you can take it outside of their jurisdiction and actually mm-hmm. start collapsing the systems rather than just, you know, creating yeah. um, pimple marks, you know what I'm saying, on the face of the death, you feel me? Right. Or, or you right. know, little packs on the moon. Blow this shit up. If that's yeah. the case. Yeah. And I don't see nobody putting in work. You know, the last boy that came and put some work and everybody hung their head. So we already know mm. that's not what the people want. Right. Yeah, they denied right. him. They denied his martyrdom. So, yeah, niggas ran at the highest. So, I don't want to hear that. You feel me? That's, again, you know, convenient excuses. It's emotional and it's escapism as well. People don't want to do anything. They want something to be done for mm-hmm. them. Just like they, they want, want everything to, handed to, to do it for them. They want a grand jury that's not their peers to do it for them. You feel me? Right, right, the right. The same people... 100%. That mm-hmm. are raining hell on you is the same people that you run to for, mm-hmm. you know, help mm-hmm. and comfort and what have you. And when those people spit on you, plain, and you say the system is broken. No, the system works perfectly for the elite, not your ass. So now you have to figure out how to go against, how to go to war against tanks with spears and stones. And I'm speaking figuratively in terms of, you know, using pen and paper. You know what I'm saying? Start yes, dissecting yes. The pen, them. The pen, the pen is Pick them apart. They are a corporation. They are hiding, you feel me, behind see-through, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. The emperor has no clothes, but you're going to yep. have to, you know, you're going to have to, yeah, you're yeah. going to have to prove it. You're going to have to get them behind that piece of paper that he's hiding behind. And once we gain yep. these victories and once we document them properly and start showing people, then, you know, those with little faith will start having faith. And we just have an issue of lack of faith, period, across the board. Our people are the mm-hmm. most faithless people at this point. So, you know, they're they going to scrutinize everything. But yep. when they get an open everything. invite to get into Bruce Jenner's bedroom, that's where they're going to be at. When they get an open mm-hmm. invite to be in Kanye West's bedroom, that's where they're going to be at. You feel me? Right. That's what they're into, voyeurism. Mm -hmm. They want to watch. They want to watch. They They have weird sexual fascinations, yes. You know? Mm -hmm. They would rather be the whore of this man. They would rather be the bed winch of their master. You know what I'm saying? They very well may be the seeds of, yes, you know? Much Mm -hmm. easier that way. You know what I'm saying? Get along, go along to get along. You feel me? I don't want to hear none of that stuff y'all talking about. You know? Mm-hmm. They even gave up. They don't even be talking about Jesus going to sort it out anymore. They don't even put him in the, in the conversation no more. Oh, yeah, they you sat him mean? on the bench. I tell yeah, I tell people, if, if Jesus came back and grabbed the wheel, they taking his ass to traffic court. <laughs> you know, he needs a, 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 a you know a, a change in jurisprudence as well. If he's to come back here, they're gonna try to lock him up. He got to prove his nationality once he get down here. Mm-hmm. Well, his ass is going to getting uh, kidnapped and sent to kangaroo court. Mm-hmm. So why should you be any different? You know, now is the right. time to not only know thyself but enforce what you know. Mm-hmm. Right, that wisdom, let it kick right. in. 
right. You know? So people talking about this Christ consciousness. Nigga, where's your flaming bloody sword at? That's your pen. That's your tongue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you come back with a flaming sword. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Yeah. So if if we are regenerated ancestors, we came to talk or we came to get busy? You know what I mean? Now, so okay. that's, uh, the, you know, a, a, we, we, and anybody ain't going to get it. It's not for everybody. The majority yeah, of people not. are spectators. You know what I'm saying? It don't be the majority of people and that and they go and see in the Coliseum, they're going to see one or two people do battle. They're going to see Mayweather and Pacquiao. Billions of people are going to tune in. You feel me? Mm-hmm. They're they, they sitting there uh, with their popcorn watching uh, wait for something to happen. No, 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 I'm not scrutinizing it. I'm just saying that when people mm-hmm. show up to see other people do battle, it's normally two people or, you know, considerably a little bit more than that. These The, the way that, right. yeah, everybody ain't fighting. The way that you engage... This adversary is the same thing. It's going to be you and a few other people engaging. You feel me? Everybody else is going to be watching. But your knockout can change the planet. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's right. You understand? Yeah, I understand completely. All right. So well, thanks for touching stop on trying that, to, uh, for touching you know, that, yeah, um, don't, don't waste I'm your breath to, uh, and your energy to, uh, on those that are not receptive to your message, man. Find people to resonate with you. And I have, I dangle carrots before I get into everything. I find out who's who, you know what I'm saying? I have my little litmus test before I totally start divulging and, and opening mm-hmm. up and spilling on people who don't know who I am or what I'm about. Because I travel a lot and not everybody knows who the red or the blue is. But I got ways to, to start conversing and engaging people. You need to find what your criteria is to how you uh, converse with people and make you're pleased to them conversational. Stop trying to necessarily drop something on someone or teach. I trick people into knowledge sometimes, and it's not trick knowledge. It's just conversation. <laughs> I know how right. to actually engage them for them to say something, and then I'll correct them without being correcting. You feel me? Because I know that they have defense mechanisms already set up where they feel like, oh, who's this nigga? Think he's smarter than me? You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's from New York. You know what I mean? So, Or, you know, a a person might be in front of his woman and don't want to be corrected by you, don't want to be put into a subordinate situation where you're teaching them something because he knows that that's going to appeal to the woman that he's with. So he's just going to be, you know, you you have to know people's personalities and and you have to know, you know, what's more so appealing to them. Always try to leave them in a position of power even if you're telling them that they're powerless in the system until they claim, you know, a higher level or a higher degree of power. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody covets power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. got to become, in, in this thing right here, you got to become a psychologist and a psychiatrist. For yourself. Yes, for myself. Exactly. Exactly. For yourself, yeah. You just sharpened me, man. You You really just did right now. I believe in that. I believe in uh, iron sharpened iron, iron, man. Uh, Right. I really love it. And and there's no more powerful tool than listening. 
that shows the full development, you know what I'm saying, of man that knows himself. We should be able to listen to the people that we are out here advocating for and we want to bring them into the truth. You have to learn particular questions to ask of them and then listen. And you're going to see exactly what it is they need, where they're coming from, and what program they're running off of. Right. The gift is always in the question. You know what I'm saying? That's true. We have to learn, uh, uh, you know, we have to learn mental jujitsu as well when engaging with these Roman officers, you know what I'm saying, answering questions with questions. Do not give them jurisdiction over you. That's a whole nother all about choosing your words correctly. It's absolutely choosing your words correctly, but don't answer them. Don't give them jurisdiction. Right, right. Like how you, you know they say the vampire can only come in the house when you answer you answer the door and let them in. Yeah, it's the same thing. So you have to always be deflecting. Right. You know what I'm saying it, it requires a great amount of mental aptitude. I had to learn this under the most egregious of situations. I had no choice. <laughs> so that's why you know it, it's ingrained in me in a way in which I can speak with so much authority. Because I was on the battlefield, you know what I mean? I couldn't back away. I didn't have the luxury of saying, oh, I can study this tonight and maybe not tomorrow. No. I had to get it together, like, immediately and go to war and try it out all on the battlefield. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. You got to get serious about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, 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 you know, to the brothers that, you know, have those comments to you in the streets about uh, physical engagement, you got to explain to them that that's the last engagement, you know what I'm saying, of actual warfare is the physical aspect, you know. Yeah, you're right about and at that. At that point, because, sure, um, you're already lost, you know what I'm saying. Um, I try, I, I try to explain that out. Right, right. I try mm-hmm. to explain it to my uh, to my younger I mean, brother. Um, I try. I try to give a little bit of it, just a little bit. It's a try because uh, um, I don't like to open too many doors up on people because they tend to feel like you're trying to take something away from them. It's, it's too much. For yeah, them. I was so, about to say that. Well, try, you, you don't want to dampen right. their spirits. You don't want to appear as an apologist as all as well because they're going to turn and vent their frustrations on you in the long run. You know what I mean? When, right. When, when right. they can't right. actually get their thing off. Yeah. So. You know, I don't want to disarm them. I just want to redirect that energy to say, you know, well, maybe you might want to try this first. You know what I'm saying? If I could convince you that uh, the pen is, is more directive and more penetrating than the projectile, you know what I'm saying? Are you not willing to swing right. that pen? You're not even going to take it out of your, um, you're not even going to unsheath it? You're just going to fall on it? You're going to fall with it? That's not smart warfare. You know what I mean? So it's it's... It's, it's just about the art of comparative analysis. You got to be able to explain and paint pictures to people in their own minds where they see things in ways that's never been explained to them. And then you got to direct that consciousness once you have it engaged. You know what I mean? Right, right. right. So, uh, but I believe some of our people don't even want us to even, um, not even necessarily tell them about what we're talking about tonight. They don't want you to uh, even 
encourage them to even uh, be themselves because I had a friend or former friend um, she wanted to pursue a career in um, being a comedian and he said he had a little bad luck he went to a couple of clubs they booed him off stage he's a funny guy I guess when he's on stage he stage stage fight which is normal so mm-hmm. I told him I said you can, you can do it man I said I said I said uh, you can do it it's not gonna happen overnight. You know what I mean? I said I, I gave him uh, examples of people that made it. You know, like Kimbo Slice, he was out of his car. You know, bathing in the lake, all types of mad stuff. You know what I mean? And uh, you know what this guy tells me? He says, uh, "Why are you trying to encourage me? Don't encourage me. Ain't it, this ain't gonna happen overnight. What are you talking about?" I said, "Brother, you not been listening to me." I said, "You didn't hear what I just said. I talked to him for like thirty minutes. The only thing he heard." was me trying to encourage him, encourage him. He thought I was telling him that's going to yeah. happen overnight. And he just blew up yeah. on me. It's like our people don't want to hear nothing yeah. that's positive ye, at all. Ye of little faith, you know what I'm saying? I would tell him, you know, or suggest to him maybe, you know what I mean? Like, brothers, you need you, you might need to go to Toastmasters, you know what I'm saying, and get over that right. uh, stage fright, you feel me? Like, right. you know, let them work with you, mm-hmm. you know? There's things that he has to get over that are um, inhibiting him from stepping into, you know what I'm saying, that, that, that space that he needs to be in, and he's uncomfortable, and you're pushing him, and he's pushing back. That's all that is. Right, right, right. So, you know, we, we need to find out what these people, like I said, psychiatrists and psychologists, you got to find out what their core issues are and, and speak to that because that's all that's popping up. Right and and right. Right. just just the larger conversation that we're talking about with the quote unquote law aspect, our people have been hampered by fear. It's a program, and it's thoroughly embedded oh, in, in in the hearts right. and minds of our people. And there's so many different ways that um you know they come into contact with that chip, and it gets reinforced. So many ways. So you got to really figure out see who you're dealing with. And and you know with with the mechanism the the, the on switch is for them, and you got to disable that thing without them knowing that you're disabling it. You feel me? Right. 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 They're gonna attack you. Yeah, I used to be real good at that, man. Um, I was at my peak in 2012, and I was really uh figuring people out how to really talk to them and actually listen to them, and you know, and uh, let my let my truth speak for me. You know what I mean? And um. I was real good at that and to a certain point. I guess I got I got drained. I don't know uh, if that can happen to a person that's conscious and um, and has a lot of positive well, yeah, energy. Yeah. Really? You get around. What, you're, what you're talking about is not very difficult mm-hmm. because really, and I, I learned this years ago, people will mm-hmm. tell you all about themselves. They're just dying for somebody to talk to. So if you just say hello and strike up a strike up a conversation with people and you cut and your intent is honorable and peaceful, they will tell you all about themselves. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Absolutely so right. You don't have to ask questions because they will tell you. Mhm. And that's what was happening. Um in 2012, I was uh, I really had to say too much at all. They just let it all spill out. So you're absolutely right about that. Absolutely right. Yes, indeed. So give thanks, my brother. All right. 
and my success right. in your journeys, man. And, you know, dust yourself off and try again, man. Just keep going at it. Fail forward. You know, I, I will, get back man, into your studies. That thing that you had in 2012 is still in you, you know. But you have to yeah, just submerge yourself back into your studies. You know what I'm saying? That right, moment in right, time right. when you was more aligned with, with, with yourself and your power. Just get back into it. Yeah. Don't be yeah. distracted. That's I don't a, be discouraged. I will. I get people need you. But your higher self yeah, does they, as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's you true. Know? It's very true. And oftentimes, yeah, you know, you 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 your higher self resides in the same house as you. You know what I'm saying? It's just in the upper room. It's like the the you know, like the loft that you gotta walk up to and you sleep on the on the top of you know what I'm saying, and we get comfortable on the floor near the fire escape and you know, we don't wanna go up to the upper room because, you know, we don't got no heat up there. You know what I'm saying? So right. we we just start Yeah. But sometimes we gotta sacrifice that comfort, you know. And and the comfort yeah. is falling back and saying, Oh, my people don't want this, they can't use it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to keep it to myself or I'm just going to fall into judgment and not do the work. Because that's what happens. We start pointing fingers and we be like, oh, they ain't ready. They, you just got to find one to reinforce the concept that somebody is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. It would be well worth it. But I yeah. thank you, my brother. Oh, thank you. And um, I didn't give my name. My name is uh, King Shakur Bay. And I'm calling from Nevada, man. Uh, it was nice talking to both of you. You guys have a great night. Deep peace, my brother. You as well. As well. You have a great existence. Slum. Peace. Peace. Yes. Sister Anna E. Sister Anna E., are you still with us? Yes, I am. Oh, absolutely. Yes, so I am. Again, we want to commend you for coming forward with this powerful information and your wonderful demonstration. You know, you are a national treasure to this divine movement. The well, prophet is so not only pleased, but, you know, the Council of Ancestors and Elders are ecstatic that um, some of our most forthright warriors in this movement are the mothers, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I want to tell you that we love you, we honor you, and we thank you for, you know, your, your courage, your honesty, and your ability to 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 go way below the surface, find the gems, unearth them, and bring them up to the public and display them and show them freely, not hoard them and put them in a museum somewhere. And they oh. charge people for admission. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, you're most welcome. My, my 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 goal is to get everybody. You know what? One of the things that our brothers and sisters over in Iraq, Iran, Afghanistan, what they call the Middle East, we can learn a lot from them because everyone over there knows the same thing. They're Everybody is a leader. There are no followers. And that's why these Europeans cannot get a foothold over there. Because if you take that take out one person, somebody else pops up to continue on. 
And that's the way that's we right. need to be. I'm trying to get this information out so that people can get it and start thinking, asking questions, studying, because there's a lot of work. There's a lot of work to be done. And, you know, it's going to require everybody taking up a pen and taking a piece of the puzzle to dismantle this, this fraud that they got us living under. Absolutely. All right, please, one more time, leave them your information in regards to, you know, your uh, online destinations, blog talk program, things of that sort. Right, we broadcast the um, Principles of Nationality in Action every Tuesday at 9.30 on MHHS Eyes Wide Open, uh, blog talk radio, uh, uh, and then every third Thursday of the month, we have Sons of Allah with uh, Ms. Raheem Alafel as the host and uh, Kujo Adwa'el as the co-host on Principles of Nationality, yes. which is every Tuesday. You have myself, Anita L., Rosemary Bay, Kujo uh, Adwa'el as well as Ms. Raheem Alafel. Uh, and then every second or third Sunday of the month, we have Sisters Standing on Law, and that's with myself, Annie Eda Ill, as host as, and Rosmariah Bay, co-host, and that's at 1 p.m. And, of course, we have rbbaypublications.com. Yes. And if you want to, if if that went too fast for you, you can always go to rvbaypublications.com and you can, um, this information, oh, and I forgot one, we actually have a live class every Wednesday near Harlem at Northwestern Maxim, uh, Moore's Heritage and History School, and we have class every Wednesday from 7, 7.30, doors open at 6, class begins at about 7.30, and that also broadcasts over the MHHS Eyes Wide Open Blog Talk Radio. Yes. All right, family, that's at the uh, National Black Theater. If you are in New York and you want to physically be present, come on down. In the hours of 7 p.m., I believe sometimes it goes about 10. All right, yeah. third floor, we will be in the building. Come through, see this wonderful spirit in person, okay? And we await you. Peace, love, and light. All right, family? And we will All see right. you, yes, on our next episode. I have to give the sister the closing salutations. Of course, I've been holding on to this, but I gotta let it go. <laughs> you already know. Alright? Give thanks. Alright, Thank you for taking the time. Yes, your precious time with us this evening and venturing into the wee hours. Um, you know, may the angels of Allah come to you in your rest this evening and may you wake up tomorrow 20 times more powerful than when you rest your head this evening. All right. Sending our blessings to your beautiful family as well. All right. Peace and love. Thank you so much.
And the same goes to you and your family. Give thanks. All right. Peace.